time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny. You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor. I'm a Luddite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like. That's what I like. That's my type of shit. You know? Don't you know y'all just say something nice? Showtime. Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast. Film, TV, and music news and discussions plus reviews of the films, TV shows, and music we've enjoyed or otherwise this past week. In addition to our Say Something Nice challenge, in which we challenge each other to say something nice about the best and worst in pop culture. Be sure to check us out at ssmpodcast.com and on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Google Play, and TuneIn. Be sure to like and share the show on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where we are under the handle SSM Podcast. And be sure to comment and rate us five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Brandon, and this is the Say Something Nice Podcast. I am joined today by Latria. Hi. And by Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. And we are here to belatedly, we apologize, review Insecure Season 2 Episodes 1, Season 3, my sorry, my bad, Episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. <laughs> 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 yeah, I apologize. Like, you know, like my schedule's been kind of crazy. And so I didn't have a chance to like schedule weekly recaps this year. So we're just doing two. This, this one and then the one we'll do for the finale next week. But yeah, so um, this year, Insecure has been, you know, well, first of all, they um, they pulled the bait and switch on everybody. Yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. There shouldn't be spoilers at this point anymore. They, you know, the whole thing about Lawrence just showed up at night. I was like, cool, that makes sense. People were like, no, where's Lawrence? Lawrence got to come Me back. Too. Um, I was the same. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> at no. first I was like, no, but then I was like, well, you know, in real life, when you break up with someone, you unfriend them and you don't see that. I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. I was shocked. Right, and then of course, upset in the episode four. And the funny thing was like he was in; they were in public talking about you know, you know, he's not going to be in this episode. It's not going mean, to the show is anymore. It's not him. It's not about him. And then in the episode four, here he come. Episode five, here he comes sliding right on. <laughs> no, it was episode four. No, it was, the- no, no, it was five. It was five. It was the um, they might. Have, I think they showed one and two together, perhaps because it's five because it's the Beyonce episode. That's four. No, that's five. That's five. Six is the one about him having to clap. Seven is the one with Issa stalking Nathan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, guess four. Beyonce got it. Yeah, four is the one where she met Nathan, where they went on that that um that rom com. Uh, oh, the hot dog. Yeah, James I mean, L. Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why was I thinking that was episode four? Okay. I as I think they might have shown two of them together. At some point, I had to double check the schedule, but like, but like, um, that was but so this year mostly has been focused on Issa trying to move on from on her own, you mm. know, and figure all that stuff out. You know, things have been going poorly at her job. You know, she we start the season now. She's on sleeping on Daniel's couch as he's fucking other women. You know, oh, less than two hundred feet away. 
<sighs> loudly. Uh, <laughs> Molly has quit her uh, firm and started working with the black people at the new firm. And even though she cut off uh, Lil Rail because Lil Rail got her got his own show now, <laughs> so he can't be around. <laughs> She's still fucking with uh, with Pretty Lurch as uh, Kareem called her last year. <laughs> the monster. <laughs> Somebody else said that he like a monster too, and I was like, dude, I can't unsee that now. I'm like. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I, like, I can't unsee it. I'm like, oh Lord, every time. I'm like, if I hit him, high, I hit him, high, I hit him, low, hit him, low, hit him, low, hit him, low. Hit him, low. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's so bad. Shit. Oh. And I think he's handsome, but I'm like, still though. <laughs> right. This season, like, I remember they announced it was gonna be talk uh, they were gonna be covering toxic masculinity as a theme. And I don't know for some reason I thought I'd be more um bombastic, but they're doing it very well and a with like a subtle in a subtle way. It's not like obviously like, oh, this is a guy's acting up. But you see in Daniel's actions, you see in Nathan's actions, you see especially in Dro's actions too, you see like how they're tr- exploring it in a way that feels more like how it actually would happen to people in real life versus how. It might happen on television. Yeah. And Molly's co-workers, especially oh, yeah. Tor- oh, yeah. Torian. Torian. Oh, mm-hmm. Get there. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and let's break down episode by episode. So let's start with episode one. East on the couch listening to um uh Daniel and um Van- um Vanessa. And I, they faked everybody out, of course. They, you start the episode out, you think it's Issa in there with Daniel, like, oh, oh, already she fucking up, but no, it's not. Mm-hmm. However, she does feel a way because you know, with their given their history, she was like Daniel is doing this on purpose to him, and we later find out that she's kind of right. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing this deliberately because he doesn't understand why she's there. You know, like because he feels like she should have she could have called anybody else in the world, but she called him, and it takes like the whole episode for her to admit that she just wanted some stability in her life and that. She knew that he could provide that for her. Cause she, I, I, was, I just I don't buy any of it. She could have taken her ass to Molly's. Like, I don't. No, she could have taken her ass to Molly's. Well, I the, know, I know the issue, but which was stupid. But still, I just that shit was funny though. I didn't yeah. break your face. <laughs> Molly was like, "Nah," he was like, "Nah, you know why I can't, I can't come again." Yeah, she. But called- I just, I don't know, just. Acting like that was her last hope, like it's that was a lie. It was a cop out. Mm. I mean, I don't know what she thought she was gonna gain from being over there, but okay. I, I think she knew what she was. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, it took a few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Issa's like, you know, let's want to be in the house, what she does, you know, she goes to her part-time job, which is as a Lyft driver. Mm-hmm. And she goes to pick up this one dude and he very promptly throws up in the backseat of her car. And then days later, when she picks up Molly from her um, her um, vacation overseas at the airport, she's like, your car smells like throw up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because, I mean, that's a smell that will come out very, very no. easily. You got to get the car fumigated, basically. Oh, it stinks for days. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 
at um and also Issa is not comfortable living in Daniel's um um house because is it a is it an apartment? I guess it has to be an apartment. It's, an apartment. it's, it's small. It's, it's so apartment. small. Cause he has this little ass mirror, like a hand mirror, like that's nailed to the wall. <laughs> and so she can't get her wrap on because A, the beer is too small, and B, he keeps he barges into the uh, bathroom, which is rude, mm-hmm. first of all. I know hey, it's I your place. Yeah, but like, you know, what what if she what if she had been, you know, like in a um state of undress or on the toilet, you know, my goodness. Sure. He don't care. Yeah. And, and things are going so poorly at her job, you know, like they took her out the field because of the whole thing with the racist um principal, vice principal from last year. And so she's right. answering phone calls and making phone calls to like partners. And she gets a call sheet of like schools to call and then notices that a lot of the schools have been crossed off. And so yeah. she decides, because you know, she they tell her not to call those, but she decides to call them anyway and find out why they're not partnering anymore and come to find out everybody almost uniformly says it's because we they find we got y'all problematic in some way. You know, yeah. all the people they send are white, they're mean, the uh, logo is racist. You know, basically, Ooh, <laughs> basically, it's not. It's a nonprofit that sort of kind of is in a, an incorporation of um, Michelle Pfeiffer and Dangerous Minds, and they have a problem. No. With <laughs> like most nonprofits that uh, service, you know, black schools and mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, how did I not notice the logo before? I didn't either. Until Me neither. Something. Oh. I was like, oh, wow. you looked at that logo, right? It's like. Oh, oh! And I know we, I know I'm jumping ahead to episode two, but I gotta say with Joy, I was like, "How can it be racist? It's my hand reaching out. It's not a handout. It's a hand out. <laughs> like a hand. Up. Do you hear Come yourself, on, girl? Do you hear yourself, girl? <laughs> I'm not racist. I'm trying to. Have I the love black these kids. little black kids. Yes. <laughs> I have one black employee right, that y'all don't ever see. Right. She basically invisible unless you want to listen. Like funny because Joanne, like she's sort of kind of like the reincarnation of Boss Lady from the old awkward black girl show. And for the mm-hmm. first two seasons, you know, she was sort of kind of you know like the goofy sort of a character to some degree. She what? She Wait, became a isn't she the same female? actress? It's not the same actress. No, no. They, do, they look. They look a they lot look alike. alike. They yeah, do they look, look alike. Because I was like, man, I haven't watched this in a. I haven't watched this in a while. I'm like. Yeah. yeah, I had to double check. I had to double check because I, I I thought it might have been the same actress too, but it's two different actresses. But like, yeah. she got me to shit this year. She, and I think what it was, like the first two seasons, she was all like, hey, sister girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isha, Issa and just being like extra relatable and they were like, cool. Um, and then I think, I don't know, I think Issa like last season got a little bit more of a stride in her work. And so I think she probably started getting a little bit more recognized, um, especially in the schools. Like people, you know, started to relate to her better. And I, I honestly feel like Joanne was threatened by her some kind of way. That. Like, this is my organization. Like, you don't come in here and like, you know, be trying to do stuff and change up the rules and protocols or whatever. Because, um, you know, she probably was really looking, like, especially with that beach day. Was that last year? Last season? Uh... Beach day? Or was that season one? I, for, I think my because remember one. everybody thought that was going to be a fail and it turned out yeah. to be great. Yeah, I think that was season uh, one because I think, I think that, was that came one. before okay, okay. the um like the the, the Baldwin yeah. Hills party. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, but I just kind of feel like 
Joanne was really realizing that Issa was like probably becoming the face of it because she was the only black person and y'all are going into these black schools. Yeah. So naturally the kids are going to like lean more towards her because it's a familiarity. But yeah, she straight turned up into Maleficent. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she did. If you want to... Where it came from. She was like, if you want to help figure out why every time we have a problem, it involves you in some way. Figure that out. And you know, I'm so bad that Issa never cursed her out. Listen, in her head, I mean, let her have gotten to a mirror. She would have did it. But like, like, I had to choose my words carefully, but I'll just say I can relate to Issa. I can't too, but especially when she knew she, well, I know we're getting like ahead, but when she knew she was going to quit, like that's when I I want her to storm in and be like, and another thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 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 some black people. Like, 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 the inner awkward black girl when they did that at Ali, are you that somebody? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Bitch. And then go find that black girl who was um, interviewing and be like, nah, this ain't what you want. Yeah, just 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 sit on the floor and leave. And then, like, <laughs> knock the coffee pot over and then walk out. <laughs> but yeah, meanwhile, um, Daniel. So they established a little bit more of Daniel, like what he does for a living. Like he's a he's an engineer, but he produces on the side. But he hasn't really got much further than SoundCloud, basically, because he's sort of kind of into like you know like that you know uh, neo soul you know, underground hip-hop, soul, Aquarian sort of kind of jazz style and everything, which, you know, doesn't really... It's not commercial and mm-hmm. everything, even though that's the kind of music I listen to. You know, it's not really commercial. And it's not what the what is hot in the streets, quote-unquote. And so he's um, talking to his dude named Seven, who's played by East's real-life brother, um, um, Animal, from The Fly Guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all... Oh, that's her brother? Yeah, that's her brother. Mm-hmm. That's her real brother. That's her real brother. Oh, okay. Uh, and he has an in with a um up and coming rapper named Spider who's looking for tracks, and so uh, Daniel's trying to get a placement while he's trying to record this girl played by Don Richard from a, is it Don Richard or is it Don Richard? Yeah, Richard? it's Richard, I think. Okay, I yeah, think with with these these plastic ass pants. <laughs> oh my god! First of all, she can't sing. Second of all, she don't know how to use a microphone. She's turning around backwards and forwards and going away and towards the mic, and then she got on them damn pants. Whoever the engineer is for the session is gonna have a hell of a time trying to clean. Was Daniel? A hell of a time trying to clean that shit up. Should make mm-hmm. anything usable out of it. <laughs> the nigga was like, "I bought those pants." <laughs> <laughs> Just a mess. Um, mm. Right. Okay, we gotta talk about Kevin. Right quick, because yeah, because um, because Daniel's sister is doing um. Her daughter's hair. I let her watch it. Uh, the original episode. Kevin is one oh of the best God. ideas they've done John. for a show within a show in yes. any of these shows. Like between back all our legends. Yes. So the idea is that Kevin was a show for the 1990s, like a sitcom, and like sort of like a Martin or Living single. And like it start like it starts Bill Bellamy, mm-hmm. uh, who was actually was on a show on Fox back then. Um because right. you know he was a uh, MTV VJ, then he got he would start acting in movies, and he got like a, I forgot what his show on Fox was. It was on for a minute. Um, Erica Alexander, who was on Living Single, mm-hmm. Daryl Bell from uh, a Different World, <laughs> yeah, and then basically there was a sitcom. It was like um, um, Kevin, his girlfriend, his best friend, and then 
annoying neighbor, little Chris, who just climbs out of random places to annoy them. <laughs> it has an annoying catchphrase, booyah, like, did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> in his first, in this classic episode that they're watching, this episode, they're, um, they're doing a role reversal, so... Uh, <laughs> Eric Alexander's character, she's you know dressed up like like a like a dude with uh, with a career, and um, there and Daryl Bell and uh, Bill Bellamy are trying to cook and clean with aprons on and shit, and they burn the Cornish in. <laughs> and little Chris come out the refrigerator talking about do I smell bougie pigeon? <laughs> 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 but in later episodes, we see new episodes. It's because they've done a reboot, you know, mm-hmm. the same way that they brought back Roseanne. They they in this in um the insecure universe they brought back Kevin, <laughs> and so you know like in the original Daryl Bell had this you know kid and play as um high top fade now he's bald, everybody's older and he, they have a, a a daughter named Kevisha, and they and they're doing jokes about Colin Kaepernick about uh, Wakanda, <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm jumping way ahead, but there's one point where they're watching it, t- and um, Kelly is like, I know these niggas just did this reboot because they broke, but I'm here for it. <laughs> right, which is all of us with these reboots. Yeah. <laughs> and the episodes, those episode parts were directed, actually directed by um, Kim Fields, who, of course, was on. Yeah. The Kevin episodes? Yeah. Because, you know, oh. she was on Living Single, but she also directed a bunch of episodes of it. And now she was just right. directed a bunch of episodes of Keaton and Kale, too. Okay. She'll be working. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Chip to her well. She's like, get that bag. Yep. (laughs) Burn somebody if you have to. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. We got to talk about um, Molly and Dro. So, so they basically confirmed that. Candace knows that Dro and Molly are together, right? Because he calls her from from her bed, from Molly's bed. Like I'm still at Molly's house. Like, yeah, still at Molly's. I'm like, it's in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. I don't know. I'm still. I, I'm on the fence on this. I really am. Me too. Because later just... on in the season, I'm like, mm, does she? I feel like maybe, maybe, maybe either a they know they don't, they just don't discuss these affairs at detail or at length, or b something like he, she may not know something else is going on that he's telling, he's telling her one thing and doing another. It's still a little bit be. nebulous. I don't know. It's just it's weird. Yeah, I'm still mad at Molly for even just getting involved in that. <laughs> Especially knowing that like they were all friends. Like I could yeah. see if they were strangers and she didn't know them, maybe, but like y'all have like years of history, like you know his wife very mm-hmm. well. Like that's just mm-mm. decades of history at this point. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. child. Hmm. No. A mess. <laughs> and then I heard trying to get mad. Like, girl. Oh, oh my girl. What is your end game here? Right. Bottom Why line, would he he's married. He's not going to leave her. And he in an open relationship. I'm like, girl, exactly. wait, wake up. There, so there is no end game You're probably one of many. Like, did <laughs> exactly. she think that she was like his girlfriend? I don't understand I what think she so. I think she caught feelings. Even, even though she was trying to be like, trying to um, be like, let's establish some boundaries. You know, we're going to be doing this. We can't just be hanging out as friends or anything anymore. We have to be acquaintances who have sex. 
I swear, every season, Molly just disappoints me further and further. Oh, yeah. She I'm just like, take okay. a long I'm like, look in the maybe she's going to get it together this season. And then, nope. nope. Mm-hmm. She goes, nope. I'm like, girl, what girl, is your decision-making process? Uh, Mo- Molly is me. She's terrible at dating, and she works too much. Well, Molly is me, too. No, <laughs> well, I'm like, but, she you know is, but she, like, sabotages herself. She's, she's uh, definitely especially a self-sabotager. At at work, I just be wanting to be like, girl, just shut mm. up in the meeting and listen. <laughs> at work. Like, at I work, be watching like, Molly, if you, if you, like, girl, if you raise your hand one more damn time. <laughs> right. I can do it. old firm. At my old firm. Yes! Hell up. I'm like, I, don't I was watching it and was like, take your ass back. I thought somebody would tell her that, yeah, why don't you take your ass back if you miss your old firm? And then when she kept saying all the cliche, oh, I guess you're on CP time. Like, man, it's your first day. (laughs) I did not make the... I did it. You don't don't want to make the black jokes just yet. Get it six weeks before you start making CP time jokes. Like, you don't know... Wait till till your um, probationary period is over and then make all the jokes you want. I was cringing. Burn all the bridges after 90 days. I was cringing. I'm like, girl, shut. Like, I literally, like, had my head down. I couldn't even look at the TV. So yeah. I was like, I cannot look at their face. Oh. I'm embarrassed. Oh, and y'all don't have DocuSign? Oh, we just have a carry. I'm like, girl, adjust. Well, at my old time, adjust. I mean, I had, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, girl, just adjust. Um, oh, uh, what, what's going on in here? Um. Hey guys, now, girl, I, now I will admit that giving off this fifty-three percent energy, yeah. I'm done with you. <laughs> I will, right. I will admit, had not, them not having DocuSign surprised me, but it didn't surprise me. Like it's like because like they are older black people. It's just older people in general, yeah. white or black. Because like I mean, I may or may not work at a place with a lot of older Caucasian people, and you know, there's certain uh-huh. technological things that you know that we should have that we don't. So, mm-hmm. very but, true. Yeah, that's the thing that happens. People, people I like did, familiarity. It was just how she was just like, yeah, stuff. It was like, girl, it's annoying <laughs> AF. Oh yeah. Oh my god. So Daniel does text Issa like, cause she she asked for a heads up after you know going through more than a few of these nights of sitting there listening to him having sex, and so he she does text her one um day while he's while she's at work that you know heads up you know I'm gonna have somebody over. So her and Molly decide, um, so she's going to lift and she decides she wants to have Molly tag along and they're going to turn it into a party lift. Party lift? <laughs> party lift? Party I lift. like the idea of party lift, though. It was kind of lit. Now, people have said that this is a thing in, two, in some places that you had to just get lucky. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you might get one of the ones that have like the different color lights and stuff. Uh-huh. And yeah, wow. I've always just had like old men. <laughs> and the last time I took a lift, it was this young girl. And I'm like, I think there should be a standard, like a vehicle standard. Like, I was trying to be bougie. <laughs> but it was like, granted, it was like 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to the airport. But I'm like, it's Atlanta. It's still hot. Like, can I get some air? I was like scared to ask her to turn on the air because she looked like... Oh, no. like the car turn off she like <laughs> could have possibly come from a crack house. And I was like, I'm... Ooh! Just, I was like, you know what? This is only a 20 minute ride. So. <laughs> oh my God. And I wasn't by myself. So luckily, I was like, mm. the only was questionable like, one I had was like, it was a, it was like a middle aged white gentleman in a sports utility vehicle. Like everybody else oh. I've had has always been like black or everybody, some form of brown. It is one white guy. He was, he asked weird questions. He had weird conversation and he didn't have a, um, 
a, um, a peach pass. So we had to sit in, um, in I-85 traffic. Oh, my God. And I swear, I was like, if they find me, cut up someplace <laughs> on the side of the road. You're just like texting people your location. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me turn yeah. my, find my, find my friends over. Right. <laughs> my friends. Find my friends. Y'all see this blue stop, stop moving. Come get me. <laughs> well, you know what? I took my first Uber like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I've never taken an Uber before and it was an Uber pool. So I didn't know what the heck was about to happen. Yeah, yeah he said like, Uber, they kept stopping. It's, it even though they tell you, it's a weird feeling when he keeps stopping. It's like, am I on no, the school bus? What is this? We were the last, we were the, we were the last stop. Okay. They picked us up in front of the museum. So there's already somebody in there. Oh, homegirl wanted to talk. <laughs> oh, what did y'all do at the museum? Oh, well, how was the food in the cafe? <laughs> like, we only going to be in this car for like five minutes now. I'm going to have a whole conversation, girl. But I'm going to be polite because you're black. And so I'm going to be polite. And we just came from the Black Museum. So I feel like it's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Let me just see. So... Well, as Issa is riding around in the um, lift, she is texting Daniel to see if she can come back into the house. But, you know, none, that's not happening for her. Mm-hmm. He's not responding. And Molly is trying to avoid Dro. Ciao. And after the first couple of people, they decide they're going to try to, like, evaluate, um, get some dudes in there, some mom. And so mm-hmm. they end up getting um, Nathan, who will become a recurring character the rest of the season. Uh, now, people have said that Nathan looks like Prison Bay. He kind of did. Uh, At first, yeah. I was like, hmm? He, <laughs> he kind of favors him a little bit. He's not light enough. <laughs> yeah. He's not. That boy is but light. I think it's because he has, like, light eyes. Yeah. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the guy's actual name, but we call him Prisoner um, Felon Bay. Oh, shh. I forgot his I, name, I, too. I almost had it. I bet if I Google Well, it, now he's, like, shoe billionaire, babe. He done knocked up that heiress. Yep. Are we not the Rob? Yeah, she pregnant. She Jeremy might Meeks. Have a baby already. Jeremy Meeks. Yep. yep. What was was who is she? The uh, white girl. Um, who Let is her see. family? What's her family? But yeah, she was like super pregnant months ago. What? Chloe something. Hold on. What's this? What's this thing? Uh, her name is Chloe Green. Oh. That's the name of the heiress that... Um, okay, that well, finally, her fa- I think her family owns kind of, kind of fashion label. name is Chloe Green. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of... Like, I'm an heiress. What's your name? What? Chloe? Oh, she, yeah, oh. Top, top Shop. Her her family owns Top Shop. Oh, okay. What that, kind um, of heiress name is that? It sounds like you work at the Dairy Queen. <laughs> no. Or the Starbucks. Yeah, it's a British <laughs> retail uh, chain. Mm, mm, mm. Now, how does that work? Like, she brought her, she, she brought, she bringing this this dude in to meet her. That's a guess that's coming to dinner for your ass right there. Listen, I, I mean, because <laughs> one Google search. <laughs> so I see you haven't been modeling that long. And before then, you were in jail. Yeah, a lot. And before then, like, what, what, what were you doing? <laughs> oh, they had the baby, Jaden Green Meeks. Oh, well, <laughs> he got his name. <laughs> he was born the roof. He was born on May 29th. Oh, he's a Gemini. 
Oh, that's going to be fun. Wow. <laughs> the tree is a Gemini, Stephanie. I Ooh. am. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We're the best. <laughs> We're the best. Um, Except for the two so who shall not be named. Yeah. Um, there yeah. are two who shall not be named. Yeah, but yeah. Besides them, we're the best. Yeah, y'all know who they are because they're always in the headlines. Um, oh, so, uh, so Issa and Molly and... Um, so uh, First of all, Issa is a fool for giving out these Capri Suns. First of all, well, that well, is she trying to get her rating though. That yes. was smart. That's smart. <laughs> I will. I was like, you better have some snacks. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm like, because remember, get those five stars here. When the first two girls came in, she was like, "Oh, you better have Caprice." <laughs> yeah, and so, so that's genius. They they yeah. so Nathan is from um, he's from Houston, and so yeah. he's he's like moved to L.A. I guess you know to like um like for a better opportunity. He's a barber. And so they're judging his um his uh selection of restaurants. And so they so Issa makes Nathan give Molly his phone so they can redirect his lifts to take him to worldwide tacos instead. So that's Which what they I do. had no clue what they were doing right then. I was like, why is she is she I was like, is she put her number in? Okay. <laughs> like, I didn't realize that they, that they were, right. I didn't realize that that that's what they were doing at first. <laughs> you don't know anything about Uber and your, or Lyft or anything. You're like, what the heck are y'all doing? Right. <laughs> that shit was funny though, especially when they got the talking loose and then admitted that they were, they were choosing guys by how they looked. And he's like, wait, so I made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, he really who. is from Houston in real life. I heard. Oh, really? Hmm. Hmm. That makes so much sense. <laughs> and so they end up picking the, um, the next dude up. And Issa was like, I hope both of these niggas fit in the car. Wait, that's one nigga? <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's a big white dude who um, gets to the car and is rude. <laughs> and it's about to roll in the blood. And Molly's like, put your seatbelt on. Oh, I, oh, you bossy. I like that. It's like, oh no, mm-hmm. just no, yeah. just no. And so he a lights, thousand times no, a thousand times no. And so he lights up the back seat of the car. Nathan's like, the lady has asked you not to do that. And they get into a, a fight in the back seat. And Issa sitting there screaming, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And Issa pull over. I can't. I'll get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And so she she does pull over, dumb. And because like Nathan goes one way because he was actually winning the fight, and um, and the big dude goes the other. And that's pretty much mm-hmm. the end of the party. <laughs> Aww, party. Like, I love how it used to be so traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, she didn't know what to do. Like, girl, you driving, like, pull over. Yeah. <laughs> I can't pull over. Uh, let me out of this car. Right. <laughs> they just swerved. I'm surprised they didn't get, they, I'm surprised they didn't, they didn't get pulled over. But yeah, but luckily nobody seriously got injured. But this this fight will turn up, of course, in a whole bunch of different episodes. Though for now, uh, we do see that Nathan leaves Issa a fifty dollar tip. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, big baller. Yeah, must be paying for them haircuts. Must mm-hmm. you mean he was no supercuts? It must be cutting um uh Jamie Foxx's head or somebody. So we cutting somebody famous, right? Head. Ciao. So of course she goes back to Daniels and admits everything, you know, about how she felt and everything. 
Ugh, I'm uh, so over. And then meanwhile, when Molly comes home late, because he was supposed to meet Dro out at like a, um, I guess at El, um, at, at a, I guess a Mexican restaurant. And she doesn't make it, so she goes home instead. Mm. Only to find fucking Dro in her house. First of all. <laughs> you know what? First of all. Call the police. <laughs> why? Why does she give him a key? Girl, why, hello? Why does this married man... man. Who you is have a whole ass wife and a whole ass house. Why does he have fuck? a key to your condo? No, absolutely not. He too familiar. Nope. Abort. Abort. <laughs> like she really thought she was the main woman. I don't. I don't understand. You need your boyfriend, girl. If you don't stop right. it, girl. Whew, danger, Molly. You in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Kelly is my favorite. I swear she don't. <laughs> but yeah, but like don't view them shenanigans. It's like oh, <laughs> the ghetto. Yeah. She, she decides to kick him out, you know, because like she's doesn't she's not really feeling this whole thing of coming up this and there's random light skinned niggas hanging out in her house. And he gets really, really pissy about it. Yeah, I got a little nervous there for a second because I was like, oh wait a minute, he's tall. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> that, that's that'd be I was like, program. Let's not go there, Dro. Mm. Let me just get a key, walk out. Yeah. <laughs> just give her her key. I'm uh-huh. like, no, I don't want these problems. Mm-mm. And this is it's messed up because it's like they're they're ruining like like a twenty something year old friendship behind right, all of this. Right, like they're like they grew up together. That, that's what I'm saying. That was just dumb from the get go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's basically that. Daniel and Issa watching um <laughs> the Kevin reboot, but I miss the slave show. I really love <laughs> Do North. That was my favorite. <laughs> that one was and, hilarious. But like they come to a little bit of understanding though about the whole like you know like um the because like they both still have some level of feelings for each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And so and that comes, of course, into play the next couple of episodes as well. hmm Yep. So in episode two, Daniel just stops coming home. Because <laughs> he, he's trying to give um, Issa space, but his idea of giving Issa space is to just not come home. Period. Okay, so pause. Hi. Right. First of all, <laughs> give us right. some space in your house. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, I live here. Pay all the bills. All of them. Yep. You ain't even buying me. You ain't even buying me ice. Like what? What's going on? Because she's not paying any rent because you know, like he's he's a really good friend. First of all, Uh, hello. And of course, in this episode, um, Issa has Kelly look over her finances. We find out Issa's credit score is a four (laughs) twenty (laughs) five. She was like, I've been saving. Like, okay. Oh no, girl. No, no. Like, girl, what's this? I'm like, oh, jeez. 425. You can you can't even get like a um you can't buy you can't even get like a a credit card at Best Buy, like anywhere for a 425. No, you can't. You probably can barely pay for the stuff at the at the counter. They look at you. <laughs> like, she's a weed girl. And also do you suppose that the low credit score is also affecting her ability to get a job? You know, there are a lot of jobs nowadays that run credit Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. <laughs> My goodness gracious. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the funny thing is, Kelly, first of all, I love how everybody on the show is so successful, well, except for Issa. 
And to some degree, Dame, but right? like, hey, people are fucking... She, Kelly got a goddamn big-ass office and an assistant. I was about to say, her office was nice. Yeah. <laughs> and she got a little assistant, too. I was like, who... What do you do, ma'am? She's an accountant, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, she's, um... I guess, like, yeah, well, the cat, First of all, she about to go to the federal penitentiary because we already know she be skimming off the top. Because <laughs> <laughs> she said that in season one. <laughs> Like, oh, Lord. So. I'm trying to go to the chokey girl. Yeah. <laughs> she the black Bernie Madoff. Well, basically. <laughs> uh, and we got y'all. They're having a meeting to address stuff that Issa, like, it, to, and no, they're, what they're asking the white folks and Cece, whatever, Sarah, her name is Sarah on the show. I'm going to call her Cece. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Wait, no, that's not her name. <laughs> yeah. Wrong show. But yeah, they're asking them why they're having difficulties and they're bringing up everything that Issa already told them. Mm-hmm. And she does like this funny little, little like fake out thing that where she cusses them all up. And she's like, you know, you guys are bringing up good points and I'm just glad to be included. And because like one lady was like, we should just do whatever Issa says. It's, pro- it's probably right. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not your mule. Right. No, right. Nope. Which I was actually... I like the fact that they actually said those things, though. Yeah. Because I'm like, Joanne's not going to listen to anything Issa says because she already going to think that she's angry and has an attitude problem. But all these other people are literally saying the same thing. So maybe she'll start paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, it sucks. But at the same time, I would have been like, Issa, I'm like, yeah, y'all go ahead. I ain't saying shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not your mule. I'm not going right. to do this for you. No. Like, mm-hmm. y'all see it. Mm-hmm. What they said. Mm-hmm. Whatever they say is cool. Yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, oh, and it, then there's a point where she goes to lunch with them. And, well, she goes to lunch with them, but it's, she has really bl- brought her own lunch from home. Child. Because she ain't got the money. She ain't got the five. But <laughs> it's food. Why, how you gonna walk up in the Cheesecake Factory with your cheese sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all could have just went to a park. Like, what y'all doing? <laughs> but it's Ooh. funny because it's like they're trying to convince her to be the angry black woman at work and this, you know, and to like and to call this stuff out. But she explains that she really should not and cannot be doing that. Right. And the 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 white gay guys, like, you know, like, well, I represent all gays, you represent all blacks, right? And it's like, no, it's not how it works. And That's not the same thing, no. sir. No. It's problematic ass motherfucker. When you slip in that means talk about, you know, in a post moonlight America, shouldn't be worrying about the LGBTQ kids as well. Mm, <laughs> he said that? a post moonlight America. Moonlight. Like, wait, what? I, I'm fairly certain no more than 20% of America saw Moonlight or will ever see Moonlight in the first place. Great movie. Right. Excellent movie. It deserved this Oscar, but it's not a general audience movie. It's not Avengers. Let's be serious here. No, everybody should see it. Everybody, everybody should see it. Everybody won't. That's just what, it's just one of those things. Um... <laughs> Meanwhile, sort of kind of the main plot of the episodes basically revolves around Daniel. Um, Seven comes back and he's going to try to get Daniel a meeting with Spider at the club. And one of Spider's current producers is a guy named um, Rashad who Issa and Daniel went to high school with. Mm -hmm. And so, hoping to prove her worth to Daniel, you know, given that she's, you know, sitting here like uh, (laughs) in the house living for free, she starts cleaning, washing the dishes, and she goes to the club with him. 
Yeah, that pays bills. Yeah. <laughs> right. And she basically finds a way to talk um, Rashad into letting them into the club because they were sitting out there waiting on, you know, on the line because they can't get in, mm-hmm. you know, through, because, um, you know, it's one of them couple clubs. And, you know, it's funny watching her hustle through this episode. She's extremely resourceful. Mm-hmm. The whole she's, a, thing. she's a good people person. Yeah. Like, she goes and, like, goes and gets them drinks by conning a dude into buying drinks for her and her friend, Danielle. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. By taking her cut off and, and, you know, showing off the body and everything. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> and it's funny because while she was gone, Dave was talking to, these two girls start talking to Daniel, you know, you see, you see Issa get a little jealous, but they're like, wait, they used to hang around um, Rashad, right? You the wee guy, right? I don't do that no more than... Mm. And they slow Look, they looking for the plug. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I don't have time for you not being a plug. Right. And there's a very interesting little sequence in here where, because like one of Rashad's beats is playing while Spider's performing, and Daniel beatboxes in Issa's ear to sort of kind of show like how he would change it up. Cause he taught Rashad how to how to produce, but he doesn't like what he's doing. <laughs> mm. And they actually change the soundtrack up when he does that. It's a little like, I actually like how they're handling, like, hip-hop production as far as, like, they're paying attention to, like, the musical details of that sort of thing. In another show, it, this has been glossed over. But I think because people, the people in the writing room actually like music and they have um, Raphael Sadiq as, you know, the music producer on board, you know, mm-hmm. you get a little bit of all that stuff actually in the actual show, handled very well. Yeah. So when they actually go down to talk to Spider, uh, Issa runs interference on Rashad by bringing up his kid to give Daniel time to actually talk and set, and set something up, which they do, except that uh, almost immediately a fucking fight breaks out mm-hmm. at the uh, <laughs> at the club and, and they start shooting. And yep. the funniest shit in this whole thing is that everybody's running and shit and this one dude's running up the stairs this girl's running down the stairs and the dude grabs the girl as he's running and she's like, oh, it's my tea! <laughs> <laughs> I had to rewind that twice. I said, no. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> my titty! <laughs> oh, my titty! It's like, what? But yeah, so after the whole thing, you know, Daniel is, um, He's thankful, but there's this whole pride thing that he has because he's yeah, that ego. Yeah, he's the one asked Rashad for the handout. He feels a way about it because it's like I taught him. He he should be um, asking me for um for things. I should be asking him. And it's this whole thing about his pride and just like and that will be his downfall, of course, in the next episode. Yeah. Uh But to show that he's thankful, he does he does offer like Issa sleep in his bed while he's working. But, you know, mm-hmm. instead, she stays up and hangs out with him as he's making beats. And they end up, of course, ep- episode three, they're in bed together on separate sides, you know. Ciao. Which, okay. come on, come on, no. come on. Oh, sure. We were all born yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, sir. Don't, what you won't do is not bring the dick. Okay. Like, uh, sir. And it's funny because... Issa is like, you know, they're not doing any, anything at all, but Issa is, is fantasizing about it seemingly almost constantly. Right. Hello? <laughs> I mean, ugh. 
It's like, girl, that is a waste of a dick. I don't <laughs> just stay on the sofa. Like, just, just, can I go lay on the couch? I will take the stiff neck. I will go buy a memory foam pillow. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on, girl? What do y'all think about Daniel? Like, just as a person. I like that he's not the... I mean, he always had, like, sort of kind of, like... The first two episodes, the first two seasons, they used him sort of kind of as, like, the mysterious, like, um, guy who got away sort of thing. But mm-hmm. this season, I think they showed why he got away and why he ne- necessarily... Why he's he's in his own way as much as Issa can be sometimes. Maybe even more so. Right. Like, I... I like that they showed that, you know, he has some serious issues of his own that are sort of kind of unique to a character like this on a show like this. I kind of, I wish I didn't know so much about him because half the, like half his episodes, I wanted to smack him in his face. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Me too. I'm like, ugh. Like, can't you go back to being mysterious? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Like, and now they now did they date in high school or they were just friends? I think they wanted. She's they dated because she said this was was season one episode like, one. Like yeah, they dated I a little bit more, but okay. you didn't want it. It was kind of like she was kind of trying to pursue him, and he was backing off. And now you see like a flip of. Hey, I wanted oh, okay. you. It's yeah. like, but you didn't want me then, and now. Yeah, I just kind of feel like it was one of those like high school things that should have just stayed in high school. Like it should have mm-hmm. never evolved into adulthood because Ever. not right. y'all aren't the same people. Nope, not at all. Um, Molly is um picking up her dog from the uh, the doggy daycare, and Issa's eating a fucking dog treats. Why did y'all throw What's her dog flavor Flav? Is that her dog? Yeah, that's her dog. Yes. Flavor Flav. I forgot she had that dog. I was like, where'd she get a dog from? Oh, that's right. Right. <laughs> uh, Frida, who I forgot to mention, of course, is Issa's boss now. Um, Ugh, Frida, I, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Are we on the episode where... They're, they're at the um, job fair. Oh no! Where Issa was? No, I think it's the first episode where Issa was asking her to speak to Joanne. She's like, yeah, and she I wouldn't. mean, I just got this promotion. I really don't want to rock the boat. I'm like classic mm. white girl stuff. <laughs> classic. <sighs> like, oh, oh, now you're not my sister, girl. Got it. And then when she, yo, know, at that job fair, she's trying to be all buddy, buddy. I'm like, girl, are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, like, yeah. don't talk to me. <laughs> I remember what. I- uh-huh. And it's funny because at the job fair, you know, they're trying to basically hire, they're trying to bring on more black people because of the whole, like, the complaints. But, of course, they're so like... They tried out their one Negro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this isn't this illegal? <laughs> mm-hmm. See, y'all, we have black people here. Yeah. Issa. That's it. Right. <laughs> and meanwhile, Issa sees another um, nonprofit, the um, the beat crew, who, like, they teach kids, like, like, underprivileged kids music and everything to sort of kind of, you know, keep them off the streets and everything. And she... And it's funny because I feel like they dropped this plot line throughout the season. I thought that she would apply for this job and, you know, try right. to so you know, be, see if she could get employed by um, fake Oscar Isaac. Spicy. Spicy. I mean, that's not, a, that's not a bad thing. He's, he's cute and stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Isaac Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look at that. He cute or whatever. He cute or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh, sure. Okay. But she says that, and like she looks at the website, I think, next episode. The next episode and everything, but she never actually goes over there. Like Issa, I know. I'm sure they they got some. And room. that was up her alley too with music. Yeah, it really was. She can make up some kid friendly raps. Like, yeah, but no. Try to worry worry. about broken pussy. Get on the internet. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure season four. I bet. I bet season four she'll some kind of way end up back with. Like in that organization. Hopefully, like, hopefully she stay away from fucking. We got y'all. Ugh, please don't, please yeah. don't have us. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Meanwhile, so Daniel and um and um Rashad, is it Rashad or is it Khalil? What's this boy's name? I've been calling him Rashad the whole time. I swear that that's Khalil. Oh, Trey. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> What's his know. name? He don't matter. He don't. I think <laughs> it might be Khalil. The rapper or the producer? The producer. The because oh. the rapper is Spider. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Let me know. see if I can find it right quick. So I feel like I. Oh, it's ca- Khalil. I have it's it. It's Khalil. Up. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah I've been calling Rashad the whole time. Or I got that from. The bad uh, part about it is, I was like, yeah, Rashad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it fits. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, Rashad. Wait, that's not. Yeah, it's, it's Khalil, <laughs> like, um, like the little boy from Bombay Bay's Kids. And if you oh. can't spell it, she never will. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, so so Daniel's over there working on the beat, and it's you know, it's like, you know, you're like, it's this like he's got these what like um these Norwegian um flutes and shits all up in it and everything. And it sounds okay to me, but it, I can you know it's not gonna like play on nobody's radio. It's that sort of thing. And so Khalil sits yeah, down and you know, and he basically puts more um like a more detailed and more prominent drum pattern on it. And it sounds more commercial and more easily sellable. Mm-hmm. But Daniel feels away because, you know, it's my music, my music, my music. So when he finally had a meeting with Spider, when he has to play the track, he plays his version. Ciao. And like, like Daniel, no. No, Daniel. Don't do no, this. Don't do this. <laughs> and so he's like, and then Khalil's like, you know, we have another version. Play the other version. And Daniel sits mm-hmm. there. He might as well have walked down to the street and back in time. It took him to, to make these clicks and pull up wherever the MP3 <laughs> file was and play that second right. version of that It is song. two clicks, sir. <laughs> oh, clicks. And so Sparta likes them both, although I don't know if he actually likes them both or he was put on that, that air. Because like dudes like that, they'll lie to your face to make, to make you not feel bad in private. Like that shit was whack, you know, that right. sort of thing. And so Khalil's like, well, I got other shit for you to hear. And it's very obvious that, you know, this, this opportunity is blocked. That's it. So. Mm-hmm. Sure. <sighs> and because when um, Daniel and Issa meet later at the restaurant, where it's like, ooh, they're going to be out saying Jay-Z. No, that's us. We cute and everything. Dan's just in a pissy mood because of the whole thing. Because it's like, you know, it's my music. How are you going to change up my stuff? You know, everything. He so wants he to, he complains about being a SoundCloud producer. But he's not willing to make the compromises that are required to move beyond that. I mean, it is compromises. It's a whole thing of, like, like a, like a, a friend I know, he actually made an independent album that's called Art of Entertainment. Um, shout out to um, X144. And the whole thing, if you are a musician 
and you want to get paid for being a musician, you have to decide where, because uh, it's not a, a zero or a one. It's a gradient of a scale where you fall in that gradient as far as art versus entertainment, how f- much you're willing to bend if you're willing to go all the way to like being commercial nonsense or if you're just going to stay in the middle somewhere, you mm-hmm. know, there's an important thing that you have to figure out and stick with. And I feel like Daniel wants, he wants one thing, but he doesn't want to do what's required for that one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a scene where um, where Daniel and Issa are at the laundromat, you know, in the sort of kind of middle of all this, where they're talking about it, and this old lady is trying to steal clothes. Right. <laughs> Which somebody, this had to be like 11 years ago, somebody did steal my clothes from the laundromat one time, like all my clothes. Ooh, shut up. Every, like, cause I, I mean, I was parent. I, I, I was like naive and left them there. Like, it was like the laundromat in like the, in the uh, complex I was living in. Somebody mm-hmm. literally came and took all them clothes. So from now on, wow. whenever I had to go to a line of mat, I, I just I just watched them. Like I don't sit down, I don't watch the TV, I don't compute nothing like that. I watch the clothes spin. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Cause I mean, they, they stole like two hundred dollars worth of clothes from me. It was a bunch. What? It was a lot. Cause <gasps> that I, I, is crazy. I was kind of bad about putting everything into one damn load and washing it on cold. So. Mm. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Issa has been trying to find jobs and another apartment because she can move out and get away from Daniel. Um, because it's obvious that, you know, they're starting to develop feelings for each other and she doesn't want to, like, complicate by living there. And so she applies for this job as a part-time property manager for his apartment complex. And it's kind of raggedy a little bit here and there, but she gets half off her rent. And it's a big apartment, too. And it's a big apartment, and it has a nice bathroom with a mirror. Only problem with the apartment is just all wood paneling on the damn wall. <laughs> it was decorated in 1974. <laughs> yes. It reminded oh me God. of the dunes. Like, hey, dunes. <laughs> yeah. Um, where is it? Molly starts her new job at the, um, at the Black Firm. Um, what's the name of the doggone firm? It's How- Hayward and something. Is that correct? Um, Hay- yeah, Hayward and Associates. Because mm. I saw like the sign back here. You double check, make sure that's correct. I see the. But like, it's funny because she's so happy to be working at this, like, with around all black folks. Because the whole yeah, Hayward and Associates. I was just making sure I had it correct because I, I have an uncle named Hayward. So I thought I might have been messing it up. It was Howard. But like, <laughs> <laughs> and she meets Torian, who's a Morehouse graduate, who will be um, talk um, me with a lot more. And then um, her assistant, we meet, and the other black lady who works in the office with, with them. Mm-hmm. And she's so happy to meet, be working around all these black folks and everything. But she quickly finds out that there are, I mean, there's problems at every job, but there are problems that are unique to this job for her. Well, first of right. all, we talked about, you know, they don't have DocuSign. They actually send a courier. I mean, five o'clock every day. Five o'clock every day. <laughs> More like 5.30 sometimes. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and she does keep on like, at my old firm, at my, that, y'all are right that, you know, like, the, that after the fifth time, that started, that started to get a little bit old. Yeah. It's like, they go back, girl. I'm like, is somebody keeping you? Can we vote? (laughs) (laughs) Ha 
how many of y'all want Molly to go back? Mm, me, girl, because mm, right. if I got here one more time about your old firm. I don't want her to go back. I just want her to, to find a balance at the new place. And you know the part that's killing me. She gotta stop being so stank. She's so bougie. <laughs> this is why I this Ooh. is my problem with it. I'm like, you have wanted to work with black people, and now that you are, you don't know what the hell to do. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's she just got to roll with it a little bit better. Uh, it's funny because sometimes just shut up. Yeah, when she <laughs> when she tells her when she tells her friends over drinks, it's funny because like, Kelly's like, "Black people, we don't trust each other at all." Who took my drink? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, the bartender took it. Was it the black? <laughs> I love her so much, so much. Kelly is everything. She is so everything. I mean, if she was on the show anymore, I don't know if I would. Want. <laughs> right, and meanwhile, there. Um, but this is also where um, Tiffany finds out they have a, a group chat separate from her because they were trying to Ooh. plan this the, this whole Coachella trip that will come Ain't up later. Real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Issa's like, I told you. She texted the other two. I told y'all we should reply. I can see over your oh. shoulder, Issa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what group chat? Oh. Okay. Bye. Meanwhile, <laughs> back at work for Issa, they're interviewing Antoinette, the black lady that they got from the um, job fair. And she, and she after Frida leaves the room, she's like, so really, how is it? And listen, I do this. I do this at jobs. I do this at potential, like, apartment complexes. I do this. I have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I really did do it at this current job. Um, more on that later. Uh, <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. And so Issa tells her, basically lies. She's like, it's cool. You know how they are. You know, and everything. She doesn't tell the truth is the only thing. Like, yeah. I guess, I don't know if she feels like if she told that, you know, it'll get back. But she doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh-uh. Meeting, just scrolling through, make sure I got everything. Oh, and then, of course, after all this stuff happens, after Daniel loses on the opportunity and everything, and Issa tries to talk about the ledge, um, he, wah, wah. he comes in <laughs> in the bed, he starts kissing her and starts trying to, like, go down on her. And she's like, no, I, I can't do this. I'm sorry. Girl, oh, I was, I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Just, come on. <laughs> I can see where she's. I mean, I can see where she's coming I mean, from. I get it, it, it but awkward. I was just like, just go, "Why are you even there?" And like, <laughs> like, again, why are you staying with him? Agreed. Oh, like you else. couldn't stay with nobody else, huh? Just, just only Daniel. Go to Molly's. Right. Seriously. Go what? to Airbnb. I mean, <laughs> pick something. Yeah, and I forgot to mention also that Molly's um office at her job is also the storage room. So this is where I got confused because they put all the files in the room. So they basically had cleared out the file room to give her an office and then put all the files somewhere else. Yep, and then put them back. I think what the idea was that they didn't want to scare her on, on at like hour one when she first got there. But then once she got settled and everything, let's put the shit back. <laughs> well, it looked yeah. like it was still in another room, though. They just made another 
empty office, mm. the file room. Yeah, I'm not sure. Them files not back. <laughs> she still got her office. Right. Right. So she does take the job as the um at the um as the part-time property manager. And so she oh, moves in. <laughs> And da- right. Daniel and Molly helping her move in, and so you know she says goodbye to Daniel. Um, Daniel, and that's is that that's the last we see of him, right? Yes. After he helped them move in, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't see him no more. Yeah, that's it. Bye, that's- Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it was funny because he passes Molly. He's like, she's like, you out. <laughs> he's like, yeah, and like, like y'all say, he's like, bye, Daniel. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he should have said, bye, bitch. <laughs> right. And so she's yeah, up. I mean, that's what happens when you give whack head. That's exactly what happens. You don't get Issa to stay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, do better, do better with your tongue game, sir. <laughs> or actually apologize and stop being an ass. I'm like, but I'm sorry. Let me go down on you. Right. Could you actually say And this is why I have officially like blocked Baby Boy out of my mind because that movie makes me so angry. Uh, and I used to, I don't know why, I love that movie when it came out. I bought it on DVD. I literally cannot, like I just want to throw it away. I just, uh, that's I, how I feel I about Love and Basketball now. Myself. I'm like, this is trash. That and, and, and ATL. Like I bought oh. ATL, and I was like, I can't watch this anymore either. Like, but yeah, loving basketball. basketball, I'm just like, it's just like, this is the absolute worst. I'm like, what you mean? I'm gonna play for your heart. No, the fuck I won't. <laughs> no, I won't. No, I, 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 admit, I saw that I saw loving basketball in the theater, and I was with it until that scene. See, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I love the movie. Then now I'm like. What is this trash? Mm-hmm. I got curfew. How dare you not break care for you to stay with me like you would do right. for me? Shut up. I would have been like, you trash just like your daddy. Mm-hmm. Get out of my your face. Your cheating ass daddy. I'm like, mm-hmm. they even want to cheat. I'm like, uh, no. Uh, fuck you. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, right. I can't. It's trash. It's like, oh. Yeah, so Molly is helping Issa unpack and like, she wants Issa to throw out some of this stuff and have a new star, including her Zane novels. And yeah. a bunch of uh, it's funny because Issa's like, I want to keep it. Tyler Perry might do something with that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't give Tyler no ideas. Yeah, don't, don't. Right. I don't need the two of them collaborating with anything. And then a bunch of oh, mixed no. CDs no. that Maybe some angry colorist stuff, and I'm not for yep, it. <laughs> that Lawrence gave gave her, and so she's like, you know, like she's trying to convince Issa, you know, out with the old, you know, you don't need this, even though Adele is on the mixed CDs. <laughs> Not a mix CD without Adele. I'm just. Yep. <laughs> and she gets her first call from a resident. The lady who comes in talking about there are squirrels in the walls. They having babies. Do something. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh. <laughs> uh, and there's also a really quick, nice scene where she finds her high school rap journal and goes through some of the, the um the rhymes in it, and we sort of kind of get them narrated over the top of the scene. Which is really yeah, nice. Yeah, and I like how there's like different voices for the different raps yeah. too. And Molly, this actually stretches over a couple of like of like four and five to some degree. So I'll talk about sort of kind of together. So Molly is overextending herself at work. She's trying to get in good with the um with the um her two um, um black women co-workers. Mm. And she's also trying to um 
out upstaged um what's his name Torian 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 yeah again like girl you just girl. not there yeah. like why are you trying to be the head bitch in charge I don't know and it's annoying. <laughs> And she, keep- like she just gets in her own. I don't understand what her issue is. Like, she's a very, I mean, this is the title of the show, but she's very insecure. <laughs> Extremely. Like, and I think it's because God. she worked the all white firm and she was used to being the black one. And so that mm-hmm. gives you a little level of exceptional, but you're not right. the black one here. No. Not at all. Everybody black. And it's funny because <laughs> she keeps saying yes every time they ask her to do stuff on this case. And it's like, mm-hmm. Molly, like, listen, you are going to be up 20 hours a night working on this stuff, typing, right. and tipping, and typing. Like, just it's just none of this is a good idea. She even got is, is, um, at therapy, talking to her therapist, you know, like the whole thing. And she's like, why don't you feel like a Why do you need to feel like a star? She's like, I just know my worth. And it's funny. Uh, I have to quit her as a time, but girl, you can give me a headache. <laughs> it's funny, but or you really would have got a headache because she accidentally mentions Dro's name and she and um therapist's like, so who's Dro? Uh, and I'm like, this let me tell you something. Girl, girl, I'm a therapist. I'm sitting here like, why? My therapist knows the last time I fucked the dude. How does she not know about Dro? <laughs> She's wasting money. Like, yep. why are <laughs> what are y'all talking about? How? What? What are you talking about? Because... What are you talking to your therapist about? I'm like, why are you paying this woman mm-hmm. and you, you're you not telling her everything? That is so weird. I'm like, I feel like she don't really want help. I'm telling you. She, she just, don't. Especially advertising herself. She probably paying full price right now because she ain't got of she, she don't got insurance for 90 days. But <laughs> paying them Cobra prices for a therapy. <laughs> no, Every time I left the job, they said that Cobra packet over. I'd be like, <laughs> like, you want me to what now? <laughs> oh, I guess you, uh, oh, just fuck me eating, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't need to eat or have a place to live, but you need this insurance? Yeah, I would just be sick. Thank you. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, this leg will just hang off my body. Just to get your little ginger, you know, it'll, it'll clear it clears everything. Get, put some tussing on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spray the Windex. I mean, just... Yes, some Vicks Vapor Rub. <laughs> yeah. So Issa goes to lunch one day at work at Worldwide Tacos, and she runs into, uh, well, actually, Nathan calls out to her to party lift, and she drops her taco before she Ooh, even eat God, it. I felt that. He was like, that, that, that was painful. That looked painful. Living it was worse. And it's funny because you, you know, and somebody make you waste food, you be like, "Nigga, <laughs> I will fight you." Especially at that place where you gotta wait like a freaking hour, right. yep. or more. So mm-hmm. this is a real place, apparently in LA. It and, is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's apparently, like, they actually have, like, hundreds of different flavors of tacos. And, like, they take long because the dude, if it's a certain taco you order, will actually shut the shop down and go get the um, shit to make it and come back. Child, I wanted a barbecue salmon taco after that. I'm like, huh. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Now I want one. Maybe it's just a California thing. Right. <laughs> and also, a really quick thing that never goes, like, res- ever resolved in the episode, but it's, I guess, a funny little side thing. Apparently, she told her brother she was going to pick him up from the airport, and she never shows up. Because <laughs> she's like, I'm outside Terminal 6. Where are you? Oh, I didn't even, re- I didn't catch that. I didn't that. even notice that. <laughs> 
goodness. See, that's why he get. That's why he turned her room into the weed. Room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, man turned your room into the weed. Room. To go, uh, too late. It's the to weed room. To stay, and he was like, "Nope, nope." Uh, uh, she's nope. like, "It's the weed room." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Him and his white bay. <laughs> Vanilla Bay and me are doing the weed. <laughs> and, and so. Um, Nathan orders the taco and it's going to be an hour wait. So easy to size, you know, I'll just, be, we'll just we'll do like a little walk and talk around LA. And, you know, it turns into like a very sort of kind of like nice, did you guys, have y'all ever seen the movie Mel- for Melancholy, Barry Jenkins' first film? Mm-mm. No. Basically, it's like this, but in San Francisco. They just walk around San Francisco on Wyatt Sinek and I forgot who played um, the, the girl he was talking to. And they just walk around San Francisco and talk about gentrification and like black identity politics and things like that. And you know, mm-hmm. they just sort of kind of see the sights. This is sort of like that, but condensed into like maybe like fifteen minutes and turned into more of a comedic touch. You know, okay. Issa takes uh, Nathan around to see. First of all, she tries to remember his name and calls him Nansford. <laughs> <laughs> and they sort of kind of see all like these like the black LA sites that you don't really get to see in movies like mm-hmm. you know like like the like even if it's been, like Friday you don't get outside a neighborhood ever so you don't really get to see like sort of like the sites on like Crenshaw and things like that like you could really get to see right. in this episode so I thought it was a very, very nice thing that they did. And mm. one of my favorite moments is when they see um, uh, Chad. I, I didn't know what Chad did, but he's a realtor. And he has uh, part bitch uh, advertisements of him with his Bluetooth mm. on his ear. We should, we should <laughs> have known something in. We should him. have known something in. I was like, I didn't know that was him at first. And I was like, Me neither. I had to go back. Oh, oh okay. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, why he got Bluetooth on? Like, Nathan's like, he's he's taking calls while he's in the Sears portrait. <laughs> 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 and so, uh, Issa decides she's going to take Nathan all the way to see, like, her, um, like, the neighborhood where she grew up at. And Which so, is basically, it's Baldwin Hills, right? Yeah. And yeah. So, that's what it looks like. okay. so she calls yeah. in to work sick, just smooth as anything. Like when I mm-hmm. called, like I called to work sick this morning for real, and it wasn't smooth as what she did. <laughs> right. <laughs> and probably was, and it wasn't the middle of the day either. Oh no, no. <laughs> I, I got up. I was about to go, up, go to the door. I was like, you know what? I this isn't working. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna be a problem. Let me stay here. <laughs> And so when they get to um, Issa's own neighborhood, they, she, they, we see the house that she grew up in. And apparently, you know, like this is actually sort of kind of a little bit autobiographical. You know, both the parents, you know, had money. They're both doctors. And then they got divorced mm-hmm. when she was a teenager still. But like Issa was like, couldn't we have stayed? You know, like, oh, <laughs> they had a, we had a pool. It was like, I had a nice house. Um, mm-hmm. somebody told me that the house across the street from here is the house they actually filmed Love and Basketball in. Ugh. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Love and Basketball. <laughs> Ugh. Trash. The <laughs> worst. <laughs> and so they break into this day, like, they playing True for Dare, and they break into this damn house. Jesus. And she dares him to get naked and jump in the pool, mm. which she does, and then the she queen. does the same. Legend. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, did I hear? I, I knew white people had to own this shit. <laughs> had this gentrification. I hear white people right. pool naked. <laughs> but it's funny because something about, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the light eyes. <laughs> it is, but something about Nathan disarms Issa and she tells him everything. Like, you know, she tells him about, um, without naming him, about Lawrence, she tells him that she raps to herself in the mirror. I was like, Issa, why you telling this nigga everything? You just mm-hmm. met this, you just told, you just met this nigga. Right. He don't need to know about the raps. Yeah. Lawrence didn't even know about the him. Waste his time, 2018. <laughs> 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 I love it. And so they Lie start, to him. They start wrapping out there in the middle of the pool. I mean, it's cute and everything, but it's like, it's, it's funny because it happens super, super fast the way that, you know, like TV romances tend to do. But mm-hmm. I think it's meant to feel alarmingly fast on purpose because, of course, what happens after this Right. Well, first, what immediately happens is the white people come and call the police. They have to run out there with they um out the pool naked. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, they go back to the um. She they, he finally gets that damn taco and has to go and warm it up. And the microwave, like I have a microwave, is in my place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they in there, like you know, they um they kiss and everything. And then the funniest shit, part of my favorite scene of the whole season. With a little boy, because um, who's the son of the um, the lady with this um, squirrel squirrels on the wall? <gasps> Comes to the door, like my mama. My mama said um, that you need to. She wants to come and help us out. Ooh, what y'all doing? Eating tacos and kissing on the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> bad. This is bad. Wait a minute. You little bad ass. <laughs> Not kissing on the mouth. Yeah. Like, where else do you? Oh, I, I don't have time to explain it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, I don't want to have to shock your system right now, but I'm trying to get him to kiss something other than my mouth. <laughs> oh, <Get> yeah. Out <laughs> <of here. laughs> but yeah, and so Issa, when she gets back to work the next day, she just up and fucking quits. Yeah. Because Daniel, Ooh, late last, last episode, Daniel had challenged her. It's like, you know, like, it's funny you giving me, a, um, you know, like career advice because you don't, you've never known what it feels like to actually care about what you do. Oof. Truth hurts. Yeah. And so she just up and fucking quits, which I'm like, Issa, emotionally, I get it. Mm-hmm. But um, there are bills. You, you just got the apartment. So does she get paid to be the manager or she just get that half off rent? I, she gets paid, but I'm sure it's not a lot. Yeah, okay. But I'm just and like... she gets party lift. Yep. So she, she's lifting full time now. Mm-hmm. Which maybe that works better for her, as long as the car is, is um, in good condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got those Capri Suns on deck. Yep. And so episode five begins with her lifting full time and one of her... Li- and she, now she's prepared, though. You know, she's got, like, the water and the bag ready for the man who's about to throw up. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> She's nice to She's everybody. A and we get a really quick cameo from Doug Yoda, who's going to the Brenshaw Ball. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because the way they set it up, I think both because the two of them and the audience at home all went, oh shit, at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. 
And because, you know, even though she doesn't live in the dunes anymore, so we don't see any more of him so far in the rest of the season, it was good to see that, you know, just that one little quick thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And because Issa don't have no job, uh, Molly has assigned her to go to Tarjay and get her shit <laughs> for the trip. Right. They're supposed to be going to Coachella. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, and, um, Issa taping this this raggedy ass sign on the door, talking about Alpha the weekend for maintenance issues. Contact Roy and don't text and don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> A squirrel lady, like, I got big bugs. No, you don't. You're imagining them. Yeah, you're you're hallucinating me right now, too. I'm not even here. I'm a ghost. <laughs> She's like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Just a mess. But they're going to Coachella because they're going to go see Beyonce. Beyonce or bust. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how far the actual bust we can get. Um, so Kelly and Tiffany are there to pick up um, Issa watching that um, the uh, funeral episode of the reboot of Kevin where little Chris who's now 45 and grown hops out of the damn casket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep saying booyah. And the guy playing is this Princess Penny that's the showrunner for Instagram. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's just hysterical. And um, Tiffany and Kelly didn't want to tell Issa, but Molly had just backed out because she's too busy at work. And so Issa basically begs Molly to come in. It's like, I help you. I know words, bailiff. Because <laughs> 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 I knew this would happen. I'm taking on all this damn work. Mm-hmm. They're going, like, listen, whenever you try to do work on vacation, that literally, no, no. Yeah, it does not work. Does not work. Always a bad idea. Either stay home or go on vacation and just come back to it later. But so they, they go anyway. So they go. So now I don't know shit about Coachella. So it's in Palm Springs? Yes. <laughs> it is literally in the desert. Okay. My goodness gracious. Hot, like 200 degrees. Good Lord. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And I couldn't do it. And they said they had anything in the house, but vodka to drink. Listen, they trying to first dehydrate all, and die. <laughs> first of all, y'all got a pregnant woman with y'all. Yeah. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't getting no 24 pack of water. And okay. she didn't think to bring her own water at least. Right. She, that. She's pregnant. Like, what were y'all doing? <laughs> yep. So Tiff, Tiffany, of course, is pregnant. And they're trying to tell her not to lay down because they're trying to. Like um, they trying to hang out and do fun shit for the first night, and it's like we could we just said we can pregame, and Kelly's like she can't pregame. Um, Issa, she pregnant, and it turns out that Kelly had an edible because the yeah the she time, already pregame. Yeah, the timing that they had messed her up because they're supposed to have been there hours earlier, but because of the whole thing with Molly, they're late, and so Kelly is already high. Uh, Tiffany is knocked out. And so when Molly gets there, nobody's doing anything. Everybody's asleep. <laughs> and so Issa next, and so Molly's out. Maybe gets her opportunity to work though. So she sits there and she's typing and working. She got the whole shit finished and gets a thumbs up from the um, client. And so she's done. Mm-hmm. So lucky her. She told me I had to talk about uh, what she said. Uh, she, Olivia Pope. <laughs> right. <laughs> Issa wake up the next morning and bang some pots and pans together to wake everybody up. Bang Girls Club. 
loved it. I loved she would have got a, a shoe right up beside her head. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you. It was funny to watch, but don't ever. So like, don't ever in your life. Right. If you don't. Ever. Ever. Indeed. And so they have this whole schedule already planned out and everything. And she even gets she even gets on Tiffany to have a sip. She's like, what she said, like, my mom had has alcohol, had a little bit of alcohol, cocktail or two. She or I'm fine. <laughs> I was like, no, not for the baby. But Nathan sends a text that she, that he's at a um pool party with black folks out the Coachella. And so Issa gets them to redirect the whole thing so they go out to the pool party. Which the pool party looks fun. And it's actually the first, like, like, uh, like Nathan says later, it's the first time I've seen a pool party with black people in TV or otherwise where people are actually getting into the pool. You know, you usually see a black pool party, everybody just hanging out, barbecuing, eating everything. The pool is just empty. Chlorine just unused. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so we meet um, Nathan again and his two friends. What's the black guy's name? That's Gallant, the singer. Oh, it life. is? Uh-huh. Oh, awesome. <laughs> but it's, um, I don't know, I think they just call him, don't they call him Black Dude or something? Or... Hold on, I have I have the thing up. Let me. Yeah, I was trying to get everybody's names and stuff, but like um, Wikipedia wasn't on it for this. But we we also with the Asian guy's name is um Andrew. He'll of course turn up um later. Yeah. So the bomb. Gallant, the black dude, he get, hands out um, Molly to everybody. Which... I just can't, like, is it? <laughs> Maybe because I've never done it. Is it just that coming to be like, sure, I'll take it? Cer- at like, certain right? parties it is, like, but like, I'm very just, confused. I'm like, I'm like y'all are, I can see if y'all were going to be there for like at least a week, because then you at least have like, a couple of days to recover, but like you're literally only there for a weekend. Like it's just what Saturday at this point. Yeah. So basically tomorrow you're gonna have to be going back home. That's not long enough of a window to just be trying stuff. But not I at also want to say you don't know these niggas, right? Uh-uh, you don't know what's in that thing. You sitting there taking you it. Don't. You don't know if they're gonna try to rape and roofie you, but you was gonna be taking these drugs with him. Okay, girl, no. I'm like I'm pregnant too. <laughs> and I, I'm just amazed at how they're all just like, okay, yeah, especially Kelly, because she clearly is like the druggie. I'm yeah. like, girl, how do you still work? Because <laughs> she is clearly, she does whatever. Yeah. It and reminds me. it all. Like, how are you alive, first yeah. of all? It reminds me of um, when um, on Atlanta, when Val, when um, Vanessa's friend Nadine had that, um, that edible and she went basically kind of crazy. It was at a hanging out with mm-hmm. Darius at the pool at that Drake party. Yeah. So all of them are on Molly. And Issa has never taken it before, apparently. Like, I haven't taken this shit either. I don't plan to ever. Just be honest. Sorry. Um, and so apparently, I guess everything feels feely when you're on it. And so Nathan's just running his hands up and down her. And she's basically like, 
you know, like having like the time of her life. Mm-hmm. They start making out. Molly is trying to talk to um, Galat, and that don't work out. So she ends up with Andrew instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes time for them to actually go to the um, get a spot at the actual on uh, the actual field grounds of Coachella. Uh, Tiffany is trying to convince everybody to make sure they stay up at by the stage or take turns to go to the bathroom or whatever like that so that they don't lose their spots. Right. Mm-hmm. And of course, once she says that, everybody just promptly just fucking leaves. Except for, mm-hmm. um, except for Molly. He's who tries to lay down. Who tries to lay down. But apparently you can't lay down when you're on Molly. No, I guess. You can't go to sleep or you'll be like knocked out, like out, out. Ah. Uh. For I guess like at least a day or so. My goodness gracious. What? Right. Why do, do this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I know I sound like four corners square right now, but for fuck's sake. Not trying but to they were like sick. doing it and drinking. And Kelly was already high off wheat. Like, girl. It's like, y'all doing the most. I'm like, what? Are y'all, are you terminal? And this is like your last thing? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing all the drugs. Doing all the drugs. At once. All the all the drinks. I'm like, what? Did I miss something? Yeah. It's tomorrow. It's Jesus coming back. <laughs> this is the rapture. Ooh, yeah. The apocalypse coming. <laughs> and Issa is so high that with her and um, Nathan walk off, she starts like monologue rapping. Like she thinks she's doing it in her head, but she's doing it out loud. Like, did I do that out loud? <laughs> and, her, and Nathan joins in and it's it's funny because it's like she she feels like she's met somebody who appreciates all of her courtiness without mm-hmm. question and they get on the Ferris wheel and get stuck and they have they hey. have sex on the in the little Ferris wheel car I mean why let's go <laughs> yes and I I knew the time that got up there I was like oh I know what's gonna happen oh. and it's funny even if it didn't they weren't gonna be kissing on the mouth yo no okay. right. I wrote in my notes as it was happening alright this is been them part of the Mile High Club and they actually said this shit like five minutes later <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have to ask, the answer is yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Kelly. When she was going um, on the way to the thing, she talked about she was gonna meet it with a dude or a girl. It don't matter because she don't want they made it okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is she still like ad libbing eighty percent of her lines? Yes, she, she is. Probably is. Yes, I she is. Live for her. This whole episode, I was laughing so hard. Anytime she said anything or did anything. Like, this was my favorite episode of all three seasons of Insecure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, so... Yeah, this one actually is really, really good. Um, make my place. Uh, so well, can my- I say, like, how... Okay, so... It- at the end of this, like everybody else is just like gone off their minds. But Issa seemed totally fine. Well, except for like the whole Did the adrenaline from having sex like just make her sober again? I was like, I don't know. Cause it's like why? You know some people, like when they're drunk, they all act different. Yeah. So it's kind of like, mm, maybe that's it. Cause she wasn't acting like Molly, who was like, mm-hmm. wear my jacket. Yeah, I guess it. I guess it brings out a certain part of your personality. We all know Molly is already high like strong. high strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's and uh, Kelly so. just does whatever anyway. So of course she gonna do whatever. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> but she said, um, she "I'm Molly. Uh, Molly. That means I'm Molly squared." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Really quick, let's put my notes real quick. I, I forgot a couple of jokes from early episodes. I just wanted to get those these in here. After the fight at the club. When Issa finds a video to fight online, she's like, niggas always share the wrong news. And then she shares it herself. <laughs> <It's right. laughs> I like that real shit. Real life. Real life. Daniel talking about Tom trying to brat about what you know about these mandolins, cuz and his beat. <laughs> um when, and when oh, we forgot when he was beatboxing her in the club. Nigga, we can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanna know why he wasn't spitting in her ear. I was what like, are you doing? But I, I guess he was trying to show how he yeah he, he would change up that beat or whatever. Like he's trying to show his skills. Um, when they were at the studio to meet with Spider, and a random nigga just said, "Hey, you know who got titties? Viola Davis." <laughs> oh my god! And when Spider asked his dudes for um, their advice, he looked over and was like, "Nigga, are you watching This Is Us?" <laughs> I'm like, let me tell you something. When you had two hood ass niggas watching This Is Us, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I can't today. Y'all I mean, mess. Number one show on TV, everybody watching it. Even if they say they ain't. Oh, uh, and when they were walking through the um the um the black part of LA and Easter was like, I dare you to say King Kong ain't got shit on me. Cause Nathan was basically talking about y'all got pantries. They said they say no real hood. And they just like, King Kong ain't got shit on me. Oh, shut up, my baby trying to sleep, nigga. <laughs> like, uh-huh, don't see, don't let Denzel get your ass whipped. Right. Okay. So getting back to the um, Coachella episode, when they get back to their spot, of course, white folks are taking it. And they're like, you know, like, oh, these crazy people, you know, this is our spot now. And Kelly is not having that shit. Not even a little bit. Oh, she, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just funny, because Molly and, and Tiffany like, Kelly, you know? She literally, because like, the white girl sitting on her boyfriend's, sitting on her boyfriend's shoulders. He, I just knew she was going to die. <laughs> I was like, she going to fall and, like, crack her skull open, and oh, my God, Kelly, no. Kelly, no. <laughs> she Kelly, pulled him off, and then she fell on the ground, and then I see, you know, it was a big old fight between black people and white people. <laughs> it's a big race war in the middle of Coachella. Race, race riot! <laughs> race riot! <laughs> Tiffany's hysterical throwing water and shit. <laughs> right. I would have took my pregnant ass and been like, oh, okay, y'all. I'm like, girl, like, please mm-hmm. get out the way. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let me out the way. I am pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they are, they're all getting kicked out. And Kelly's like, why do white people get to stay? <laughs> and then when she hears Beyonce going on, because I was wondering if they actually going to show Beyonce perform, but you know, uh, you know that they worked it out so that it didn't happen for them like that. Kelly and Kelly's like, "Fuck it," <laughs> she's gonna break a break or run for it. It's like Beyonce or and she gets tased immediately right there and pees on herself, and she's like, "I pissed myself. Don't look at me. Remember me, different." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just—I want to know how many takes it takes <laughs> because I—I I could not keep a straight face in the scene with her. <laughs> I would—I wouldn't be able to. And so they all go back to the house, and because like um, Issa didn't know this was happening until she got um, her phone service because they—they couldn't get service at the blood of Coachella because you know that's, that's real that you know like 
Everybody got their phones out, so service is terrible. But when they were on the fence, well, hey, I got service up here. And then she hears Tiffany calling hysterical. And so when she gets back, you know, she, she's scared everybody's going to be mad at her. Everybody, well, I mean, they're sort of mad at her, but not as mad as she seems to want them to be mad at her. It's, it's, it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like, she really wanted them to be super mad at her. I think she just wanted to, like, brag about what she just did. Oh, yeah. Like, like, they got their own problems right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ke- Kelly's just hanging out angry, like, talking about, like, she's got post um, Tate, she got post Tay's hatred. <laughs> <laughs> Molly is typing, and, and, like, Issa's like, I don't know lawyering, but I know none of this makes any damn sense. And mm-hmm. Tiffany is hiding in the closet crying because she, she had an edible. Yeah. Or was it like one, a whole one or like a half of one? I don't even know. I think she said half, but she's she's called Derek and she's Let's crying see, yes. to Derek. And uh, <laughs> Tom, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to just swear weed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So this closet so spacious and well appointed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so eventually the next morning, everybody's, you know, comes out of it more or less. Um, they realize they don't have any damn water in the house. And so um, Issa and Tiffany go to the store and they have a, like a very good like heart to heart because Tiffany is usually playing these episodes as like, you know, like like a buffoon more or less because she's yeah. the bougie light-skinned one. But they really give you time to sit with her and, re- and talk, listen to her fears about, you know, she's getting older. She's becoming a, me a mom in a couple of weeks. And that means that basically like her fun, you know, 20s, you know, early 30s time is over. And she's scared of losing touch with her friends and with her friend group and what that's going to mean. Which is a real, I mean, it's real. Very real. I like this scene. I like that they kind of give you a little piece of Tiffany to kind of sympathize with. Yeah. Before it was just kind of like, oh, no, I don't care for this half. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel you, girl. Yeah. And this actor, Amanda Seals, is very, very, very well with it. Because it's mm-hmm. like a drastic tone shift from the rest of like, the, um, the hilarity of the episode. But it works yeah. so very well because it's like, you know, it's real. So Issa goes to the, into the 7-Eleven to get the waters. She texts Nathan and say, um, like, to see how... He, Nathan, Nathan texts her to see how, he, how she's doing everything. And she goes to the counter and she runs into Chad. Mm. Sipping a Slurpee. An actual mm. Slurpee with the actual label on it because it's 7-Eleven. Oh. And he's like, hey, come look at this shit. And out from behind the counter... Uh, behind, the, uh, behind the microwave comes fucking Lawrence. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> now, I wasn't on Twitter that day. I just, I could only imagine the shit show. <laughs> I wish I could, like, I had, like, a better, like, they had a better search function. I could search by day and time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just see the fuckery as it happened. <laughs> I heard about it afterwards. Like, I saw everybody freaking out the next day. Like, they brought back Lawrence. They lied to us. They said Lawrence was gone. And then it's like, yeah, Lawrence back. Now I can actually watch the show. Yeah, the Lawrence house. The Lawrence house. Mm, oh it was God. like, God damn it, kill it with fire. <laughs> kill it with fire. It's like, oh, I thought I was done with y'all. Right. Nope. Oh they are back nope. with a vengeance. Right. Oh, here we go. Um, I don't want to have to quit Ugh, the Lawrence Hive. They're the worst. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So episode six begins. Um, I'm sorry. Can one of y'all take it right quick? I need to uh, sneeze right quick. I apologize. 
Okay. Taste Brewery recap with Lawrence. Uh, okay. So we are getting caught up on Lawrence and what he has been doing. Ooh, and it has okay. been... And it's been clapping a whole lot of cheeks. I mean, homeboy, on applause. It's like, oh, but then we see something addressed that everybody has been clamoring about all the thinky, thinky, think pieces about, you know, hey, where are all the condoms? And I mean, when y'all gonna address that? Do you find out that Lawrence, in fact, did get chlamydia? Yep. And I'm like, well, damn, you didn't even get gonorrhea. You didn't get syphilis. You went from right. zero to chlamydia. I'm like, right. What? Like, how? How? I was very, very confused. Yeah. I had to watch that scene three times. <laughs> I was like, wait, are they, did they, they, what? oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, you couldn't just say you got gonorrhea? No, we gotta get chlamydia. And then we gotta call people. I'm like, mm-hmm. call people. Mm-hmm. What is this, 1998? <laughs> I know. Ooh, you better send them a Facebook message. Hey, by the way. <laughs> He's lucky he got one of the strains that's curable because it's like, they talk about now they got all these new STDs mm-hmm. that are resistant to the, uh, the drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be careful out there. Cool, child. It's a wild, wild west. But I'm like, Chad ain't got nothing. And then I'm like, wait, it's I don't so know why. Sick. I thought he had gotten married. I'm like, wait, he, he was got married. married well, uh, uh, you know, he wasn't. No, that was, was the engaged. Party. He was engaged. Party. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm like, wait a minute. Here he was at the strippers. I'm like, but he star. was hoeing in season one, too. So he really was. I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm. It took her three seasons to dump your ass. A queen, <laughs> a legend. <laughs> so, she got out. She's like, mm, somebody flashed. That uh, put the flash on her, and she got out. Yeah, yeah. that's that montage of Lawrence dating every woman, basically every woman he saw. Like, yeah, she just smiled at you, blinked yeah. at you, up. Oh, you getting this? <laughs> You're not getting them struggle strokes that I tried to give to Issa. <laughs> <laughs> he was struggling with uh, Tasha. With, with Tasha, mm-hmm. yeah. see, she ain't getting no struggle strokes either. See. <laughs> My goodness. So, meanwhile, Issa, um, she was talking to Nathan, and she realized, you know, like, they came up with an idea to do a Coachella in Inglewood. They're trying to figure out what to call it, either call it Inglecella or Coachella. So, she goes to the city, um, to the um, government building to get the forms that she needs. And mm-hmm. from the lady, the lady behind the counter starts asking her questions, it's very obvious that Issa doesn't have all the answers quite yet. Don't know a damn thing. <laughs> and the lady says something out of her, her mouth in Spanish, and Issa's like, I don't know what you said, but you know who does know? God. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? He ain't getting you these permits either. So, <laughs> right? Go take a business one-on-one class and then come back. Well, hold that thought. <laughs> um. So... Molly's jacket is still gone. She doesn't know who took it. Oh. Uh, and this is also the scene where her assistant, this is the scene where her assistant talks about how um her um her how she was pregnant and her and her um her boyfriend was an albino. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, like, I ain't ask you all that. <laughs> right. But I'm just like, Molly, okay. Like, your assistant is probably the one person you actually kind of need to almost kiss up to. Yeah. 
Because A, they can like do stuff for you and she's been there longer than you. So she knows stuff and she's there to help you. I'm like, girl, I'm going to need you not to be uh, standoffish with her because she can fuck your shit up. Oh, yeah, she can. (laughs) And it's funny because when they come back, Nathan and Issa are all bundled up in the bed together. Oh, my God. Talking about what do you know is real? It feels real. (laughs) Boot up. But it would have been cuter if it was like three months down the line. This was like this is like yeah. I'm like y'all up here so you know like what you want to do with your life, nigga? What's your hopes and dreams? Yeah, nigga, just give me the dick. What we doing? Like, what is going on here? Like, like my hope is for you to turn over. Like, your <laughs> hope is for you to, like, get on your knees. What we doing? <laughs> I was just like... You better get oh this party started. Like, what we doing? I got my sexy little, like, thing on. What we doing? Like, her and Molly are so alike. It's just that it seems it's like... so scary, it, too. It just seems like Molly's choice in men is, like, way more problematic. Although mm-hmm. Issa is... is t- Isis is more of like a like a romantic term where Molly's is just kind of like, like very very dramatic from the get go. But Isis is kind of like shaded in like oh this is like a really cool friendship turn whatever. But it's really they are almost like twins. Yep, and which so- is why whenever they're trying to give each other advice, it's like but girl the pot calling the kettle black. Right, and so Issa is out you know, doing her job as a property manager and spraying shit off, dog shit off the ground and telling them on the man. First of all, why? If you get a paper towel (laughs) and pick that up, she'll be trying to get it with the water hose. Yeah. And the man's like, she's like, "Um, you you gotta take care, um, be more careful with your dogs. Like, I don't got a dog. You hear the dog clearly sitting in there barking. Right. Just a mess. But she gets a phone call and she doesn't answer, but it goes to voicemail and it's um, from Lyft about the um the fight for episode one that has been mm-hmm. a complaint file, and so she texts Nathan and asks Nathan about you know is there's an investigation what's going on, and he doesn't ever answer her back, and at least the next two episodes that we've seen so far he's not going to ever. Mm. No. So let's have this discussion now. What the fuck? <laughs> nope. Light skinned Negroes. <laughs> You want to slander some light-skinned dudes because y'all about to catch it. <laughs> Listen, and not only that, light-skinned, but also with, like, pretty eyes, as they say. Uh-huh. Say no, nope. pretty eyes. Mm-mm. Stay away. Mm-mm. Girl, y'all so, better watch out with the dudes with the pretty eyes. They light-skinned. So they got the red good. hair on their face. Mm-mm. Still clear. Right. Now, is They'll ghost you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what do you think triggered the ghosting? Was it that they got too close too soon? Was it, like, the whole lift investigation? Know, he seemed to be the one that was, like, initiating it. it was exactly. So That's why I was, was like, like, wait. Like, he was asking her about her hopes and dreams, giving her all this career advice. They having to quit her job. Like, I mm-hmm. just, I don't know. Now it's your fault. You say ain't got no job because you filled up her head. <laughs> right. Somebody's, oh, it was three-fifths podcast. Listener. They called um, Nathan the Manic Pixie Dream Nigga. Which, I, which is 100% true. Because, you know, in, in a typical, like, rom-com, like, the man Pixie Dream Girl character is a character who, this exciting, fun, and weird girl who comes to this boring guy's life and turns it upside down. Literally, mm-hmm. they just that for Issa. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, yeah. So, 
Molly finally meets up with Andrew to get her jacket back. And Andrew, Andrew, I like Andrew a lot. Um, Andrew a- asked her so right out immediately. Do I. So <laughs> with his man bun. Yes, man bun. I'm like, I'll come take it down. Mm-hmm. I, I still want him to take it down because I was like looking on when I was on his Instagram. I'm like, ooh, let's see. Why didn't he take his hair down? Why he don't got his head down? Oh. <laughs> and of course, Molly's messing this Molly. Oh, it's I'm like, so... girl, I want to know why she thought this was a good idea. It's like, ma'am, what did you think he was going to say? Everybody don't know that he's in an open marriage. All you said was, I'm sleeping with a married man. <laughs> right. It's like, you, girl, do you hear yourself? Like, uh, I'm sorry, I'd make fun of your ass too. I'm sorry, true tea. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because Molly is hesitant to date Andrew because he's Asian and she's always pitching herself with the black man. Girl, give that, give that up. Okay. And, and Kelly tells her that, like, like, listen, right, right now you are single. You're so single. I just saw a tub. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> you better let him karate chop them cakes. You- <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because um, all day, all night, <laughs> he can have these walls. Girl, you stupid. <laughs> Let me go lose my jacket tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw it out the front door and just be looking at this. Oh, no. Did he come pick it up? <laughs> Is this yours? Yes. Would you like a Pepsi? <laughs> that plenty? Water, orange juice, coffee? <laughs> Cookie? Lord right. <laughs> and so... Like oatmeal cream pie? <laughs> <laughs> So Tiffany has a baby shower that's thrown by um, I forgot this lady's name. The oh, what does she call them? Bougie heifers. Her her, um, her um, crazy crew. Her, yeah, her crazy the crew. Crazy crew. Yes. None of whom involves Issa, Molly, or Kelly. Mm. Nope. She basically planned the whole thing without them. Mm. Which is also another real life thing about friend because you have different friend groups. Uh huh. Compartmentalization. And so if you don't, you know, it could be an issue if you do something with other people, but then they don't involve the other friends and folks get mad. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. real yeah. life. Ooh, wee. The writers, the writers are really tuned into real life on this show. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good at their jobs. They really are. It wasn't Kelly talking about talking about like um the white frosting on white cake is for this light skinned ass. So, <laughs> baby, <sorry. laughs> He's like, which, she's like, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yes, which was another good episode. I mean, we'll get to it, but it was another good. I got to understand Kelly a little bit more. Oh yeah, because like her and love her even more as a character and want to fight for her because I was like, how dare you? Yeah, because <laughs> like girl, like like because later on like, we talk about it actually right now. Like um, later on, Tiffany attacks the others because you know they're wondering why they weren't more involved, and Tiffany's like, well, I actually asked you guys months ago, and you and all of you said no. East was like, I just lost my, I just moved, lost my apartment. Molly was changing jobs. Then Kelly was like, well, you know, I was free. I wanted to do, but you told me not to. You told me I, I was okay. Mm-hmm. And and she, that's, sometimes you got to, like, tell people what you actually want. Like, say what you feel. Right. Because Kelly, um, Tiffany didn't want to invite Kelly to be on the um, crazy crew because she isn't a mother. 
And it's, and mm-hmm. I was like, that's complete bullshit. Right. Right. I was like, that is such bullshit. Because I, on one hand, I get it. It's kind of like, if these are your A1, day ones, you shouldn't have to ask them anything. They should be like, okay, this is when it's going to happen. Yeah. And we're going to plan it. So I see that side. So I understood why she was kind of mad at Issa and Molly, but not Kelly. When she actually came to you and you kind of like curved her a little bit for mm-hmm. your like little fake and phony friends. Because right. you're like, oh, they can do it. I'm like, um, she's your best friend. Right. I know. And that's what, like, when Kelly got upset and was explaining that, I was like, okay, but, like, I wonder if if it was more like Kelly felt like she was her best friend and maybe Tiffany didn't fully reciprocate that. Oh. Because mm. I'm wondering if, like, that's on Tiffany's how on, that's coming off. I'm wondering if on Tiffany's end, she felt like Kelly was her best friend because... And keeps everybody at arm's length. Mm-hmm. But you can't have that. Then that conversation she had with Issa in the car don't make any sense. If you're like, oh, I feel like, you know, we're different. And I feel like I'm being left out. And then here it is, your baby shower, you leave them out. You got a whole new group that we never even heard. Exactly. It was like, wait a minute, where you get all these friends from? They throw yeah. you a whole baby shower. That's and something. y'all got inside jokes? What is this? Right. <laughs> but then you mad that they got a whole, like, text group that you're not a part of? You got, like, six, like, crazy light-skinned ladies in your, like, back pocket throwing right. parties and shit. And one of them apparently can paint. Right, like, wait, what? Oh, these paintings. These paintings. One of, of Tiffany as Sarita, one is of Tiffany as Beyonce, that when Beyonce was pregnant with them twins. The other one is just like mm-hmm. Tiffany as, like, I don't know, uh, Minerva, Athena. Wasn't it one with Cardi B, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, one, one was with Cardi, Cardi B, B with the yeah. white dress. <laughs> and then the last one was just, like, freestyle, I guess. Yeah, like, like she's like a goddess <laughs> coming out the um the sky. Mm-hmm. It's pregnant, but make it fashion. Yeah. <laughs> And at this party, a ball is there talking shit. And then at one point, uh, <laughs> it's a ball you told him, like, Issa told me you can't read. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, Lawrence and Chad come because, mm. of course, Derek invited them. Mm. And Dro comes to, and uh, mm. very belatedly, Candace. Okay. Uh, and then when she kissed her, like, hey, and I was like, okay, girl, Wait. that's why I got confused again. Like, so I got so did I. I'm like, she don't know. It, I'm like, so, or if she do, she act like she don't, and it's weird. Or and it's um, like she ain't that good of an actress. <laughs> <laughs> I remember her on the game. She ain't that good of an actress. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it was just it was weird. Like, wait a minute, because now I'm wondering, like, did Dro really call her or was he just calling some random ass person? Oh, I thought she called him. Mm. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, that's right. That's did, right. Didn't he answer? Yeah, that's right. He did answer. I'm or, like, you know what? You, you still could be right. It couldn't have, it probably, it might not have even been her. It could have been somebody. Or it could have been another chick because you know he is in an open relationship. Right. Yeah. He could be telling just, the other chicks. You know what? You're right. She don't know. He he been lying this whole time. Right. It's like, like, anytime he like want to keep the key, like, what you mean you want your key back? It's my fucking key. What you doing? (laughs) I'm sorry. Do you pay mortgage here? And even if you did, nigga, give me my key. Yep. Mm -hmm. Even like Molly and Dro's little short interaction they have here is like basically like like it's antagonistic because Dro is still acting a fool. And he is a whole ass bitch. First of all, she just, sh- like, girl, why would you even go up to him? Because it wasn't going to be pleasant. 
like I would have even wasted my time. Like I would have like looked at him and like maybe gave him a head nod, but I was I wouldn't go a over conversation it. never. Exactly. What's going on with his head? And he's a whole ass bitch. <laughs> like his haircut, he's got one side is a Caesar, the other side is a light skinned and curly top. <laughs> he looked more and more like the monster. Okay. <laughs> more and more like him. I'm like, uh-huh. This little fucked up haircut, you bitch. It's like, you know what, sir? You have a whole ass wife. Yep. Why are you upset that she wait a minute, aren't you still married? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'd have pulled his car so quick. I'm like, uh, sir, you have a whole wife. I know you better like check your tone. Yep. And right. then of course, uh Candace. Who, who was it that told Bali that Candace was pregnant? Tiffany. Tiffany. Okay. Mm-hmm. When they were in the kitchen, her, Issa, and Molly were like in the kitchen because Molly and Issa were like doing dishes or something. Mm-hmm. And so, and after Candace comes and everything, and Molly sees like, Molly uh, tells Andrew she'll go out with him basically as retaliation. Just like, why she do why? Why? But here we go again. Yeah. Again. Bad idea. Girl, I'll go out with him and be more pleasant. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, uh, Issa and Lawrence uh, meet up at the uh, maybe shower. They have a nice, casual, calm conversation. Yeah. Okay, can we pause here? hmm How do y'all feel? Like, I feel like eventually Issa and Lawrence will get back together. That's how, and, it's, that's how it's reading. Yeah. And I'm not... I'm not upset if it happens. Mm. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. Like, I just kind of... I mean, they're both kind of trash, and they did not work. But I don't know. Just, like... Because this moment was, like, really cute and familiar. I was like, they're really... They do really care about each other, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be together. But if they did get together, I wouldn't be like, oh, hell no. Yeah, I feel like... Like, how do y'all feel about them? I feel like they'd be better as friends, as good friends, but... Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how they're going to, you know, in the finale, how they're going to resolve this and they're just put them back together. Because it seems like they keep having these very good interactions and everything. But, and so they're right. so good that they're forgetting that these niggas got argued in the middle of the street last year. And yeah. he called her a fucking hoe. Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> you know, God. And the it was whole a year thing, to the day, I think. The whole thing with Dane mm-hmm. over season one and the cheating and the, um, and like the way that the, the blow up and everything and the bank titties and, you know. <laughs> and, and the Best Buy t-shirt. <laughs> and the best, man, the best Buy shirt hanging in the, ra- like, like, like it's in the rafters or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I think it's better footing. I don't know why, but when we've got, first introduced to Issa and Lawrence, it made it seem like Issa had her whole shit together. And she, I mean, we're being honest, she really didn't. Right. He just just didn't have a job. That's literally all it was. It was perfect misdirection. It was. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, oh, they got, I'm like, she don't have it all together. She just happens to be the one that has a job and they Mm -hmm. share the rent and he's getting unemployment. But that's basically it. But he also was on the couch for three whole damn years. Right. That's a lot. Yeah. So, that it's like, is. Uh, so now that, you know, he's in a better position, he's actually working. It's like now you see the tables kind of turn, even though he still don't got all the shit together. He just got a job. Right. Yeah. Like she technically has a job because she does lift. I mean, she could do like tons of lifts and the part time job can start in turn into a full-time job. Right. right. So that's not... It is just... They, they're, they're both fucked up. And it's like... 
don't go back to just being with somebody because y'all both fucked up. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, 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 she- I like the casualness of their relationship and now right. screaming her, calling her a hoe and all yeah. of this. But them back together, I'm like, oh, not really. <laughs> it's funny because she tells Bali that she feels like she's finally over Lawrence. And I don't, I can't, I can't read if she really felt that way or if she was lying. I think she was lying. Mm. <laughs> I don't believe it. Right. So episode seven, basically, which is the one that aired um day before yesterday. I thought today was Monday. I don't know. My days are weird right now. Um <laughs> Is basically for the most part, it's Issa trying to figure out why Nathan has ghosted her. Because he light skinned. <laughs> and, and I and I say this as a light skinned woman. So you be knowing. I be knowing. I, I be knowing. Just saying. I don't have light eyes. I just mm-hmm. just light skin. Like, so just these light skinned niggas. I know. He likes. <laughs> Right. And while 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 this Issa, whole episode triggered me, okay? Yeah. Right. While Issa's going through her day, uh, while he's taking Andrew out to dinner, and you know, like it's very clear that you know, like that they like each other. Oh, he's just he's really nice. Lawrence and Chad. I well, guess, you know what? This is wait. Hold on. Go ahead. No, it was Issa. Remember first season? Issa had that fine like Asian teacher that was trying to talk to her, and she didn't pay him no mind. When she was going to the school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what is up? Don't do this. Oh, what's with the Asian hate? Come on. <laughs> and he was fine, too. Like, her Molly. My God. And so Issa is trying her to figure out how to get Nathan to notice her. Her first idea is to post some selfies on, on Instagram. Which backfires because Amal responds and says, I already told you about that shirt. Burn it. Also, you thirsty. <laughs> right. That's always somebody that like mess up mess you up. Like, damn. You're like, do I delete this comment or <laughs> Yeah. She goes lifted and she only gets comments and things from um all from uh oh, Frida and people like that. So apparently her and Frida's still cool if they if she's still on the Instagram. But Nathan, she keeps refreshing his Instagram all day long, stepping over children in the grocery aisle. And he doesn't post anything until the very end where he posts that he does somebody else's haircut. And she's like, oh, you got tired of cousin Body's hair. And the funniest part is when she thought, she saw the other, like a little bitch, like, oh, oh, who's, who's this bitch? It's his, it's his mom. Oh, your mom's very young for 50. Yeah. <laughs> Because she even tried to stalk her from the soccer account, but she was, it's still live as her. She had to send the message. <laughs> First of all, I like, I love the fact that they all had a shared stalker account. Because she was like, hey, who changed the password? And Kelly was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> and she like changed it to like, what was it like, slap a hoe 64? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the fact that they had, I was like, why does me and my friends not think of this? Why don't we have a stalker account that we all share? It's kind of genius. It's kind of genius indeed. Uh, meanwhile, Lawrence decides, he, I don't know if it's the chlamydia or what it was, he decides he wants to go to church. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and he brings Chad along to a chat and bites himself along. 
I was about to say yeah. Chad invites himself because yeah. oh, this bitch is the church. Yep, lots of bitches. I can't like I cannot stand him, but I love him at the same time. <laughs> he is hilarious, and I'm like, he is real. Like this is a re- this is how they friends be. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's literally in the church house in here talking about they go find bitch right there. They go find bitch right there. Like. She's and then the one next to him, and I'm like, oh, my God, I bet she can hear you. <laughs> oh, right. I was I was waiting for her to, like, hit, hit him with her purse or something. <laughs> or, for, or for somebody's mom or auntie be like, Shh. Right. And at, as these, they're leaving, this one light-skinned girl runs up on Wait, Lawrence. don't gloss over Chad getting uh, us. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> when the altar call happened... <laughs> Chad all of a sudden got up because like, Lawrence is thinking about getting up to go get saved. And then all of a sudden, Chad just ran up and, and, and just fell out the fell the altar. <laughs> I was screwed. Yeah. What is going it's on? It's funny because it's always the most resistant person. <laughs> well, of course, it would be Chad. That shit was fucking funny. I was like, what is going on? Is he serious? Uh-huh. Is right. He went from there's a bitch over there to oh Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I've been delivered. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like oh, what is going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And th- then this this last good girl run up and basically you know is trying to get Lawrence to join the church and everything. Like I don't know if she actually likes her or if she's a plant. <laughs> no, because she's so she she's so she's like marketing one oh one. Like you should join the church. You know we have Bible study on Wednesdays and everything. She's trying to get the, the extra time money coming in. She probably part of the finance finance or our ministry. Scientology. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she was doing a lot, and I think she actually was pressed so hard that she turned Lawrence off to the idea of church. Because when she later he later talks to Easy, he's like, I don't know if I would go back. And she's like, you know, you can find another one. Mm-hmm. You can do that if you're not trying to put band-aids on your life. Oh, good point. Right. It's like, sir, this is not a light switch. I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. I guess I'll just go back to church. I'm like, don't come like that. <laughs> like, yep. sir, that, stop doing the light switch. That's why it hit Chad because, you know, he wasn't really going there to... Try to right. fix his life. He was just going there to get some bitches. I mean, I but the, look, the Lord knew who he needed to uh, get first. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, "Let me get this fool while he is in here." <laughs> like, uh-huh. I got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Molly is uh, working with Tori on a case, and they have a presentation <gasps> that he can't make. Okay. Okay, can I pause right here? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the actor who plays Torian, he searches the insecure hashtag. Uh-oh. <laughs> really? I say, yes, because he responds to me every time I tweet about Torian. And I'm not adding him. <laughs> I don't know his man's name. You got to tweet that column like, open. I was like, I see this very bad person like, liking my tweets and responding. I'm like, who? Oh, that's the guy who plays him. Wait, what? <laughs> like I'm not go like I'm good but I think the guy who plays Dro he does the same thing oh, especially sure if does. you add him but I'm not I'm not tweeting the monster I ain't got time for that shit but, <laughs> but I'm not mm-hmm. but the guy who plays Torian I was just like oh he searches his name 
Speaking of Joel, you know he has a baby in real life with the girl with Tasha. Yeah, and that baby looks just like him. Yes, I'm like she's so cute, and I'm like, oh, so y'all not going to address the fact that? So you're going to act like y'all don't? Okay, I was like, so you drawing real? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it was this whole thing where like. You she break it real life because you trying to hide a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you are hiding a child. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I remember when he first got on that last year, he had interviews where he said that he's like been in open relationships before. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh... So you just you're not really acting. <laughs> so basically, this you is just you just showed up and it's like be yourself. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. Molly goes out with Andrew and it doesn't go well because he, he, it goes well. Like they clearly like to her, like I, like I said, but he also calls her out and a whole bunch of her bullshit. And she doesn't take too kindly to it at all. Mm-mm. And so, like, she leaves early before it, I think, all they leave the, the um, appetizer that came in. She didn't even get the Did bread. She, didn't get table. A drink? She, she didn't get a drink. That's it. Well, she got like a, a little bit of like wine. That's it. Mm-hmm. She ran out there like the building was on damn fire. Mm. Yeah, that was again. Why would you just girl? Right, a waste. And so when um, Tori and Kat made the presentation at work for Molly, uh, Molly decides, "Well, I'll just I'll." I, she convinces the partner that she can do it herself. <sighs> I knew, and I knew, I knew she was going to be like, shut up, Molly. Shut up. Again, you're sabotaging yourself. Like, girl, just, just wait. She couldn't help herself. Like, even if it turns out that Torian would have, like, thrown her under the bus at some point, at least you got to, like, you know, document stuff. But don't just, like, throw your own self under the bus. Right. Because now you know he's going to be pissed. And so, of course, uh. of course, it goes the that it goes well. But when she sees Tori in the hallway, like in the next couple of days, he won't even look at her, let alone speak to her. Right. It's just like that's gonna be a problem. That, that, and that's what I tweeted. I'm like, who, bitch? Tori is pissed. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wrote right. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. What are you doing? Is this one of those shows? Like a lot of times, the the actors in the show they all get in the one room because they get paid to you know yeah, tweet live. Yeah, I think they either. do. Yeah. yeah. So you mm. might really have like a tweet deck um, column open with, with Tori and insecure. Probably. Because <laughs> I was like, I didn't I'm like. All I did was do the hashtag. I'm like, y'all are on this hashtag, aren't you? <laughs> That's fine. I will tweet him every time because he's fine. Because he actually, he, I think he auditioned for the role of Lawrence. Oh. I think Lawrence and Chad. He really wanted to be on this show. Yeah. So Issa decides, Issa's basically going crazy at this point. She calls up Molly and gets by to take her to uh, Nathan and Andrew's house. Because she wants Molly to distract Andrew. While she turns into Nancy fucking Drew. I was and- so embarrassed. I was <laughs> so embarrassed. Child. I was like, whew, girl, no. <laughs> She's in there freaking out with her inner monologue. 
<laughs> just after the fool going through everything, trying to figure out what his password is on his MacBook, thinking it's her name, or to guess Houston. Like, Issa, if those are the passwords you be using for your shit, you might want to fix that because the hacker's going to get your ass. Okay. What kind of hubbug of mess is this? It's like, girl, but wait, Issa, that's it. Who, who <laughs> password is that? Houston, what? <laughs> when she find the Coachella bracelet, talking about, it did be something to him. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, how did, I don't understand how you go from zero to 60. So, like, uh, I don't, uh, girl. It must, it must have been good, Dick. I'm sorry. Like, why is she not in therapy? Dear Lord. <laughs> right. she'll, she'll I be mean, stuff although, although Molly is in it and clearly lying. So, okay, withholding. How do you withhold from your therapist? <laughs> you pay them to listen to you. That's the one person you're supposed to just like completely trust, no matter what. I'm being dead ass serious. My therapist knows the last person I fucked. She knows right. how good or bad it was. I'm like, <laughs> how do you? Because I pay her to know this shit. I'm like, what? Mm-mm, Girl. Oh, the ghetto. Oh, yeah. And so none of that goes particularly well. Even I Andrew's confused why Molly came over, you know, after the after the whole blow up at dinner and everything. And so eventually he kicks both of them out. Um, Lawrence tells Issa about a business workshop, um, an entrepreneur workshop that he knows about. And they actually end up both going. And she uses this opportunity to, you know, like she prepared a presentation deck and everything for her uh, block party she wants to throw. And this is helping her with, you know, the pitch and all the documents that she needs. And they have a very nice little chat afterwards and they go to out to dinner and talk about what's been going on with them. It's it, like it's, They're setting us up for the beginning back together, yeah. which we don't necessarily mm-hmm. know if we want or not. But it's interesting because, you know, they're both very honest with each other, at least to some degree. I don't think... Right. Like, uh, like Lawrence tells East about the whole church thing. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because they end on this scene and it's basically, you know, they're all very happy and smiley and shit. So I'm wondering, I didn't see the preview. What happens at the finale in the preview? Um, oh shoot, because I did watch it and now uh, did watch it. Oh, it's the block party. And Molly takes Issa to some somewhere white people. (laughs) She's like, she's she's blindfolded, and Issa's like, Oh girl, do I hear white people music? Are we in Beverly Hills? And Molly Molly was like, Girl, I don't date you, or something like that. We on a date? Yeah, Issa's like, like, and Molly was like, No, we're not. It's like, oh my goodness. But I can't remember what's what happens with Anybody else? I don't okay. Do you think we'll see Nathan again? He probably will show that man. That probably. nigga probably is going to show up at the. Yeah. Everybody going to be at a block party. I bet you. Somebody mentioned this. Tasha might be there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, I'm like, everybody going to show up to this block party. Mm. It's going to be Daniel, Nathan, and Lawrence. <laughs> it's going to be the Ash Wars. I can't wait. <laughs> First we had the blue check wars and now we're gonna have the ash wars. It's gonna be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are we gonna see uh, any resolution to is Molly gonna stay at that firm? Yes, but she's gonna have to get knocked down real real swift like and mm-hmm. learn to shut up. Mm, she not and gonna. I think Tiffany's gonna have the baby. Maybe. Hopefully he not should. at the block party. Yeah, I don't know. It would be very dramatic. <laughs> and on brand. So. 
Uh, what else? Uh, Storyline wise, uh, Dro and Molly. Uh, I'm sick of it. I, I don't. No, I hope that's over. I I'm mad it even existed. Mm. You know she's got, she's gonna have to confront him about marriage. No, girl. Not the marriage, the, uh, debate, no, debate. Stay in your lane. Stay in right. your side chick lane. Just go. Just go on. Go. Girl, on. Don't even do that to yourself. Mm-mm. Go. Just go lie to your therapist some more. Go. Just go <laughs> <to> real. <laughs> Stephanie is not here for her lie to that therapist. I am so not. That is not cool. And you know, and you know, like. Molly is already bougie and like you know likes nice things, so you know her therapist ain't no like thirty five dollar. Absolutely not. She's probably at least like three four hundred dollars an hour. Just that lie. Just throwing money away. Exactly. Let me go to the high pot. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love my therapist too much. I'm not trading her in. <laughs> Lord, anything else that y'all want to see in the finale next week at all? I want to see Kelly lay Tiffany out. <laughs> yes. I'm waiting for that. I want her to lay her out. Confront her. No, no, I know she is got a whole human in her belly. I don't care. I want, I don't know if I'll get it. If they have the block party, I want Thug Yoda to show up at the block party. Just for a yes. second. Oh, you know he's already gonna be there. Come on. Come on. He gonna be at the book out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Thank yeah. you guys so much for joining me. Stephanie, where can people find you online and the So you can podcast? find me cutting up like I was here. Um, <laughs> you can, uh, either tweet me at Mocha Minutes or you can tweet me at Sunny Twote That because I said what I said. I twote what I twote. <laughs> so you can catch me either one there. And, um, yeah, you can catch the Mocha Men's Podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, CastBox, and TuneIn. Awesome. Latria, where can people find you online? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SimplyTria. All right. Awesome. And as for me, you can find me online at Instagram and Twitter at, at BeTouch. You can find this show the Say Something Nice podcast on all social media under the handle at SSN Podcast at SSNPodcast.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, ACAST, well, Apple Podcasts, not iTunes anymore, my bad. And wherever else podcasts can be found. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Say Something Nice podcast. I am Brandon. I'm Latria. I'm Stephanie. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.